Good morning, everybody. Uh, before we begin today, we just wanted to take a moment because today is Remembrance Day. Uh, yeah, here um, in Canada, uh, November 11th is a day to uh, remember the people who gave their lives um, so that we can have the freedoms that we get to enjoy here in Canada. Um, and so the tradition is that we have a moment of silence. Yeah, a lot like uh, the section that we're about to read, there's a lot of soldiers in these conflicts that do not choose the conflict that they're in, um, but they still give their all for us. Yeah. And I think that it's important for us on days like today, just take a moment to really sit with the memories of the people that we've lost um, and with the people that we never knew who still gave so much so that we could have uh, days like today where we get to sit and enjoy book club. Including Robert Jordan. Including Robert Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you all join us. We're going to take a moment of silence uh, and then we're going to play the intro and we'll get into the show. Thanks. Shall we? What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. And this is the Nerdy, the Wordy, the Book Club. Let's go. Welcome back for The Path of Daggers, mm -hmm. chapters 15 through 24, as we continue our journey through the eighth book of Das Wheel of Time. Uh, who was I talking to? I was like, someone, oh, I was talking to Monkey about us playing um, the Wheel of Time Civilization mod. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, yeah, you can't play Matt until after Knife of Dreams. And I was like, isn't that what we're reading? Something about a short stabby stick? It's like, no, no, no. It's Path of Daggers and the Knife of Dreams. They're, they're different utensils. Yes, they are. What's on my... Oh, there's... There's a shirt on your chair. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, Blue, uh, thank you for joining back with the Narcs for 11 months. And then, holy crap, gifting 20 nightly memberships. Twin, my my blue, my blue, <laughs> my blue. How Best color. Doing? Best color. I don't know if you noticed that we painted. But yeah, we're um, we're fans of the blue. Yeah, we are big fans of the blue. Um, good morning, guys. I uh, hope you're all having a fantastic Friday. Uh, um, Project Myrtle um uh, brings up that their father passed away from the cancer that they got at Camp Lejeune. So many soldiers die from the invisible wounds that wars cause. Yeah. That is that is so true. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we do have opportunities where we can call our senators, where we can pressure them, uh, particularly, um, I, I know in the United States recently there has been a lot about the um, trash pits uh, and the damage that trash pits have done to the health of veterans. I, I think that, you know, it, it is a very small thing that we can do for veterans. But we should uh, give them the best uh, health care. And honestly, housing, there are far too many homeless vets in the United mm -hmm. States. Uh, so if you do have the opportunity to write a letter to your senator, give them a call, tell them that that is something that matters to you. It's something that matters to me, uh, definitely. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is something that we can, um, you know, keep keep our, keep our energy towards and keep our minds on and uh, not only remember them on Remembrance Day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just... We're all trying to be the best humans that we can be, and that yeah. means compassion towards others. Um, and, yeah, it's just something to remember. Your eyes are very puffy today. <laughs> I know. Guys, we saw Black Panther yesterday. <laughs> and we both cried a lot. Yeah. 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 Like, my eyes are, like, literally swollen. Like, I look like I'm, like, high. But I swear <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> like... 
Uh, Fur to Wound says Nerdy is going to regret that shirt later. I'm wearing this because um, Cad Swain is not in this section. And I, <laughs> so it's safe. Well, and I didn't want to forget about her. You know what I mean? Like, I want to remember that Cad Swain sucks. Of course. Even in a week where we didn't get any of Cad Swain sucking. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phrasing. Uh, <laughs> Phrasing. Welcome to the live show, guys. We are talking Cheers. about the Wheel of Time. Um, mm-hmm. if, if, if you didn't know that, I... I don't know why. <laughs> you know what? Welcome on in. If this is the first one that you're watching, why not? <laughs> book um, eight. Book the eight. Middle the of middle. Book eight. The, the middle section of. Well, yeah, yeah. The the we're we're we almost hit the. No, we hit the three quarter mark. There's not much left actually for next week's section. So I have a feeling mm-hmm. it's gonna be like jam packed full of things. Yeah. Um, for the, us to talk about the splits are chosen by our spoiler chat in the Discord. So if you've read all the books and you want mm-hmm. people to talk to who know everything, unlike us idiots. I definitely go in there, but they 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 choose it based on how much we're gonna have to talk about each week. Yeah, and I feel like they do such a good job, but it makes me nervous whenever it's a short section, and I'm like, oh <laughs> god, what's gonna happen? Yeah, no, you guys crush it, um, and special big thank you always to our mods. Uh, you um, guys are fantastic, and I just I feel like I got like sidetracked, but blue, thank you so much for twenty gifted yes, subs. That thank is. You. Incredibly kind of you. Like I, <laughs> we appreciate the heck out of you. Um, yes, yes. Enjoy those memberships, guys. Speaking of appreciation, Colonel Sanders asked, "But does Cad Swain swallow?" I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like 400 years old. She doesn't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At that point, you're like, whatever. She's here for a good time. You know, she's done. She's done too much. <laughs> she's done too much for her to like get squeamish. You know. <laughs> Cat corners at the end. Cat Cat Swain is not squeamish. Uh, This is a good time to mention that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Uh Audible is a service that allows you to listen to other people read because you never learned. Yeah, yeah. If you you woke up and you decided, you know what? Today I hate reading. Burn books. They're weird corpses of trees that have been pulverized and and shipped out en masse, then uh, then Audible is a good solution for you. Yeah, if you can't read, if you're like Tarzan and you're like trying to learn, Audible is great. You can hear Jane, but it won't be Jane. It'll be someone else. Most likely. Probably. I, I, I don't think a fictional character can read an audiobook. I was going to say, the person who voiced her might have also voiced audiobooks. You never know. That's true. We could get Tarzan audiobooks voiced by Jane. I'm just saying. <laughs> Cute. Cute. Uh, I'll go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly for your 30-day free trial plus, plus, y'all, free audiobook. Some I'm, audiobooks are like $110, and you can get it faux free, faux free on these two dum-dums. Yeah. Audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. Listen to dead books. Um, <laughs> dead trees. Dead trees. Yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Clarus, we are now three quarters of the way through Path of Daggers. We're going to be done another book in the Wheel of Time on Friday next week. Which, it feels weird. I know, we're, we're, we're getting too close to the end. But we're not even close to the end? You know <laughs> I know. What I, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is very strange. I, I feel weird about it. It's like we're moving forward, but we're not moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we keep moving forward, but, like, the, the goalpost at the end keeps moving further away at the same <laughs> speed, so it just kind of looks like we're not moving at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel very conflicted about it, but um, uh, I quite liked most of this section. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, some really interesting stuff in there. I'm looking forward to what the finale of this book is. Yeah. Um, not to jump ahead too much, mm-hmm. um, do you think that in this book... Robert Jordan will allow us to know what's wrong with Side In and Side R, 
Or in is this, this going now? to be an is this going to be an Asmodian situation where it's like I, I, it mattered, but like fuck, I don't I have no fucking clue what's going on. No, no, no. It's going to be at least a book before we resolve that. Josh uh, Denko, thank Josh, you for being a narg welcome. for four months, my dang dude. Welcome to the nerd table. I will forgive you for that one. Yeah, there are still people who are like, I really hope you guys finish it. And I'm like, we've come this far. Why, why would we stop we, Guys, <laughs> we are committed to the cause. We've been doing this for 11 months. Yeah. 11 months of book club. That's crazy. Yeah, this time last year we were watching the show. Yeah. Because I think it like dropped mid-November. And hopefully this time next year we've seen season two. Um, I saw a tweet this week where someone was like shit posting, uh-huh. and they posted that um, they're like breaking news. It's been reported that Wheel of Time season two is coming in twenty twenty six, and I like my like butthole fell out of my body for a second, <laughs> then got sucked back up. I was like, like, wait a second, there's no way, there's no way. Yeah. Um, uh, oh my gosh, we also we 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 treated ourselves a little bit. We ordered um, uh, a map. Um, we did, yeah. We ordered yeah. a wooden. A carved wooden 3D map of Randland. Yeah, yeah. That's going to live on the wall behind us on the set. Yeah, this is not final. We still no. have our, like, uh, you know, um, nano leafs that we want to put up. We have some mm-hmm. more sound paneling that we want to do for this room. But that's, you know, that's... Yeah. If you want to talk about that, come back on Monday for the morning show. <laughs> Spooters is still waiting for me to rate Rattata. But I don't know what I'm rating Rattata on. Is that when you did the... Like, um... like Smash or Pass? Because I would pass Rattata. Is that... Remember when you did the, like, I'm, like, talking about all 151 Pokemon? You started doing, like, a TikTok series? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I got through, like, 25 of them. Yeah, I got yeah. pretty far. Yeah. And then... And then you're like, ah, I'm done. Nobody watched them. Yeah. Like, they, they just got, like, no views. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring that back. Maybe I'll finish it. Who knows? I have Pokemon's coming out, so... Scott and Violet, y'all, mm-hmm. we will be, uh, uh, I will be live after book club next week. Mm-hmm. I have to go buy my new Switch because I am getting the limited edition Pokemon Switch. Uh, because nerd. I'm a nerd. <laughs> um, but then uh, next Friday after book club, if you want to come hang out, I will probably be playing Scarlet and Violet all night. So Probably? Probably. It's either going to be Pokemon or God of War this month. So <laughs> uh, I don't have time for both. I, I think I might, I think mm-hmm. I might hold off on God of War till next year. Mm-hmm. I think I might do a fresh playthrough of God of War. 2018 again first oh, off stream okay. just to like fully because i haven't played it since 2018 yeah, yeah yeah anyway that's not what we're here to talk about stop distracting me i what can you like hit the adhd switch to off for like three hours and that then... was not my fault <laughs> and right. no i can't it doesn't work like that <laughs> it's what the people are here for <laughs> for us to be like does cat swing swallow <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we are answering the important questions. These are. That you can only get from two bisexuals. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we're, we're here. We got you. Don't worry. All right. Chapter 15. Stronger than written law. After not seeing her for the first half of the fucking book. And I'll, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Egwene shows up. Quite a bit of the previous book, I think. Like, she was like mid last book. Because she, she sent, was mid? I thought Egwene's story was no, pretty good last week. Sorry, I mean, in the middle. That's. The English language is stupid it's now. dumb. I hate it. Um, Egwene wakes up in the middle of the night, and she's like, I can't remember my dreams. And that's strange, because I can usually remember my dreams, because I'm a dreamwalker. And you're like, I can't relate. And I was like, fuck, Elaine, what did you do? And then Halima's Halima. like, I live here now. And yeah. I was like, fuck, Elaine. God, God damn it, woman. Egwene. What? You said Elaine. 
I've done it many times as well. It's fine. I understand. I am. I understand. Dyslexic. I am dyslexic. Uh, um, uh, yeah. But the one thing she does remember from her dream is that Rand is wearing different masks. But mm-hmm. then one of the masks becomes a real person. Do you think... Luce Theron? Do you think that this is confirmation of my theory that Luce Theron Telemon will become a b- b- blood and body separate person? You know what? I'm going to say it's not not confirmation. So you're going to say nothing. Is, yes. Is what, so you're, gonna, exactly. you're going to not participate in the conversation. <laughs> um, no, I think that, like, I, I don't know. I still don't know if that's... That... Hmm... That one seems a little weird to me, but then again, we do have, like, the heroes of old and the Horn of Valir, so maybe it's not that weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't know how you would work that in. But then again, we have, like, eight more books. So. Brigitte got magic pulled out of the dream world you're, you're, into yeah. a body. So you're, I just right. I feel like the precedence for the possibility of it happening, not crazy. No, no, it's not. It's just, I don't know how... Yeah, yeah. At this point in time, I don't know how that would work, but hey, probably there's a Terangriel that would do that. Like, <laughs> Ember Eyes says, no more is everyone is Lanfear. Er, now everyone is Elaine. Everyone is Elaine. That's correct. Uh, Jameson, thank James. you for the super chat. Thank you so much. Guess who's the best? Ked Swain. She's not in this section. Why are you talking about her? <laughs> uh, and you guys, it will be nice watching live today. Thanks again. Of course, James. Thank, thank you for, for being, being here. here. Um, I hate Halima, but I hate Egwene even more for trusting anyone like this. Being well, like, that woman is getting rid of my headaches that I don't know where they're coming from. And I'm like. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're, you're okay. You, you're in a Gwen's shoes, right? This woman can't channel. You, you, you know that. You oh, can't sense I get why she's her. making this mistake. But she doesn't like trust Halima with like information, right? She, oh, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. like having like an on hand like masseuse or like physiotherapist. Mm-hmm. Right, and so I don't actually like. At first, I was like, "What the fuck? Why is she there?" But then I was like, "It's not actually that weird." It is weird to have a live-in masseuse. Well, when if you're you in have camp, a live-in masseuse, that's. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're a rich girl, yeah. and you've gone too far. I um, just mean they're in a just camp, really quickly, right? really quickly. Yeah. MJ Bull says, "Can you divide a soul?" And Voldemort says, "Yes." Go on. <laughs> Voldemort says, "Yes." Um. Yeah, because they're in, like, a camp that's, mm-hmm. like, constantly traveling and moving, it, it, it's not that weird to me, but at the same time, I'm like, Egwene, no! Here's the thing. I, in From Egwene's perspective, I totally understand it. Yeah. From my perspective of knowing that Halima's a freaking Forsaken, I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? I know, I know. Uh, uh, Metheny! Sammy, thank you for the super chat. Uh, her, uh, Sammy is dyslexic uh, as well, so she loves Cat Swain. <laughs> Do you think that there's a Wheel of Time for cats? I I would love an adaptation of the Wheel of Time, but it's just all cats. Because Jellicles can and Jellicles do. Jellicle cats and Jellicle rans. Jellicle pear and Jellicle mat. Jellicle Egwene, Jellicle Elaine. Oh my god. Jellicle Nynaeve is the meanest cat. Well, uh, well, that's our parody song for Dusty's competition. <laughs> but we do the entire... He's like, no, we submit will- a song, and we no. submit the entirety of we'll Cats. We'll do the whole musical with the face paint and the spandex onesies, uh, the whole you know, nine yards. You will do the lifts. I'll learn how to flatte. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> Can you imagine? Loose Theron, Telamon was the dragon reborn. <laughs> oh, my God. 
There isn't any need for you to doubt it. Oh, we can make this work. We can if make this work. If you offer me a trollic, I'd rather kill my drawl. If you offer me a doll, then I'd rather kill a trollic. Wow. Wow, guys. This, you are witnessing brilliance. But Rand's, right Rand's here. cat face paint is the half, half white, half black, and it like swirls over his eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's got the like this going on. Um, oh my god, I want to design all of the Wheel of Time characters as cats from the musical Cats. I wish I could draw. You know what I mean? My life would be so much easier if I could draw. God damn it. Mordidon's the mystery cat. Are you going to Photoshop out the taint? <laughs> Mordidon is the cavity. And you know that Lanfear is, um, oh, what's her, oh the god. one that Taylor Swift did in the movie. Oh, things. no, no, that has to be Grandal. Because she has the catnip that makes everybody like, Oh, yeah, yeah, the catnip. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So who is ineffable? McCavity, that's Moradin. That's Moradin. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Ineffable. Oh, I'm my God. Sorry. sorry we this got food. extremely <laughs> meow rain damage. Meow rain. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, um, that is the funniest. God, I can't. That is so funny. Um, Photoshop out the taint is such a good joke, sex monkey. Bombalarina, that's it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was like, I know she has a name. Oh, my God. Um, Who's Grizabella, then? Grizabella? Yeah. Would be probably Cat Swain. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Touch me! It's so easy to leave me! Cause I'm 500 Red, years old! Red Thor the Catacorn. The Catacorn. Oh this my. is off the fucking I'm rails. I'm sorry, wow. Okay. Guys, we're only like 17 minutes into the show and um, we have fully derailed. This is, this is all Sammy's fault, I blame That is Sammy. so funny. I want oh my God. the Wheel of Cats musical so bad. Yeah, this is... Hi, Ellen! <laughs> you um anyways uh oh my god yeah god Purin. wow purrin purrin yes mm -hmm. oh matt and oh matt is grizabella <laughs> and he sings memory matt yeah because he he lost all of his memories <laughs> he wants them back wow he didn't lose his memories he just oh got too many of them Wow. wow! Thank you, Sammy, for that. That was beautiful. Uh, wow! Oh my God! I'm. I don't know how to get the show back on the cat moth. <laughs> I can't. I His can't. name is just I'm cat. Sorry. Oh, Catrum, wow. Catrum, 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 Cawthon. Uh, Jeremiah, thank you for that super chat. My cat is actually named Randolph or the Catacard. I love that. Randolph or so the Catacard. To Randolph Thor. Oh my God! The cat card. When we when we get a cat, like a naked cat, it's got to be Cat Swain. Cat Swain. It has to be. No, only if we like her at the end of the series. I will. I know, but I, know I don't want to hate that. I don't want to hate your cat more than I'm already going to because it will like keep me from the room you're in. No, you were gonna find a cat that you're not allergic to. Sure. I have hope. Sure. <clears throat> Anyways, um. Guys, what are we doing? We what, are talking what is this about show? the Wheel of Time, Chapter 15. Never read it. With Egwene. Tom Mays, uh, thank you for that super chat. Thank uh, you. Just had time to connect. Is weed legal in Canada? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. It's and been... one of the first times we got high together, we watched the movie Cats. We did, I'll yeah. post the videos in the Discord. Clarus is roll. It's so funny. After the movie, she's, oh, like, literally God. on the ground, rolling around, like, giggling to herself. And she's like... It wasn't because I, I was high. It's because the movie is so bad. She's like, I don't really get... Babe, 
I have video evidence of you having a full-on weed giggle shitstorm in a onesie on the ground. It's amazing. I'll post those later. Whatever. Um, so we've gotten through my first note. We've gotten through one of my notes. Great. Perfect. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Egwene's dreams. Uh, so uh, the second thing that she saw mm-hmm. is um, Perrin and a tinker hacking through brambles that screamed with human voices they did not hear. Oh, yeah. That was horrifying. Yeah. What do you think that is? And why it's is it people. the blight? It's people. Soylent is people. Isn't that a thing from Soylent something? is people. Isn't, that's from something. I the, the, the brambles that screamed made me think of the blight. They're not near the blight, though. Who's near the... Who? I no. mean, with how people move around these days, anyone can be in the blight. That's true. You can spend one page in the blight and to be back in guild, then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it, I, I don't know. I definitely <laughs> thought that they were supposed to represent people that they hack through in, like, battles. That they, But the, the, the part about it is the voices, they with human voices, they did not hear, which made me think of Trollocs. Hmm. Because they once had human voices before they were twisted into whatever they are now. I don't know. It's horrifying. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> they're headed towards a cliff they did not know lay ahead. Yeah. Do you think it's a literal cliff or do you think it's a metaphor? It's a trap! That's what I think it is. Um, no, 100%. Hey, <laughs> uh, and then uh, we have Matt. Uh, he's weighing two I said I on a balance scale and mm-hmm. his decision was very important. And Egwene says that whenever she pictures Matt right now, it's, like, bad. But she doesn't know why. Well, because obviously Matt's dead. Um, F's in chat for Matt, please. F's in the chat. Um, The the whole, like, two Aes Sedai thing, I I actually don't know who that is because he's not really with Aes Sedai right now unless... He is, though. What? Matt, okay, last time we saw Matt, he was the only two Aes Sedai in the area where he was. Uh Uh-huh. Who aren't dark friends. Yeah. Who are like good Aes Sedai. Uh-huh. Were a latest two in um, the palace. Oh. Oh, okay. He, I, I think that Matt might have to, might might have an opportunity to save. If he, still, if he comes back from the dead again. He's come back from the dead before, guys. It's not like, <laughs> you know. Um, he, I think that he might have an opportunity to save those two Aes Sedai. One of them. And depending on which one he chooses, depends on his fate. Mm, interesting. I like that. But I also think Matt has to go marry some Sanchen lady of the nine daughter moons or whatever. Yeah, so I think he's going to be a prisoner for a bit, at least. I think he has to go back to the Sanchen now, right? Yeah. So my question is, like, does he... What if he saves one of the Sanchen? Sorry, saves, saves one, one, of of the, the one of the Aes Sedai. Yeah. And there's two of them. One of them is maybe more for Leda and one of them is maybe more for Egwene. Yeah. And depending on which one he saves, depends on which... Faction is going to get the message yeah. that he is being taken to the Sanchen and he's in danger. Mm. And so if it goes to Egwene, Rand finds out and goes saves him. But if it goes to Aleda, Aleda's not going to do shit for Matt. Right. And so, like, maybe this dream, this prophecy is about the choice where he has to figure out. He has to roll the dice. Yeah. Dance with the Jack of the Shadows. Pick one of the two And of them. figure out which Aes Sedai is going to pass along the right message to the right person. That's super interesting because we've with, we've seen an interaction between those two Aes Sedai where... Neither of them seem too hot on Aleda right now. And so I I, I actually, like, don't mm-hmm. know, like, if that were the case, which one would be, which one would be the, I don't know, right choice in that situation. But I like that. That's very interesting. I don't know either, but I think it would be fun, right? Like, yeah. Because I do think that he's going to be the first one to go to the Sanchen. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. So I think, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, so yeah, she cool. she gets up, uh, and she goes and meets with Swan. Yes, Sancha. Uh, and thus begins the um, Swan's um, no good, very bad day, <laughs> where Egwene <laughs> goes. Oh my fucking god, she's in love with Gareth Bryan. Yeah. I'm dumb. Yeah. Let me. I'm going to have to talk to her about this because women in love do dumb things. I mean, she's like, even myself, I can't believe I sat on Gowan's lap. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, girl, calm down. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe it took her this long to realize. Um, yeah. But I guess we get the perspective from Swan and from Gareth, so it's not like, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Swan acts so differently with Gareth Bryan than anyone else that it's, yeah. I'm like, finally! Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that Swan hates doing laundry, but she doesn't complain when it's Gareth's, because she's like, ooh, I get to touch his panties. Oh my god. Get to rub his panties between my fingies. What? Yeah, she's just like, I'm going to rub his panties between my fingies. I'm sorry, I have to sneeze, and it's not... It's like, there. And that's not even smut oh, corner, sorry. that's just like kink corner. Are we having two corners now? Oh, come on, Swan, Swan sniffs. Swan gives a... Oh, ew, that's okay. Sorry, no king shit. If, if that's Swan, Swan appreciates I, Gareth's musk. Sh- okay, sure, yeah. I I'm, I stand by that. If you're into musk, not the Elon variety, ah! uh, then you know I'm I'm happy for you, but I I don't understand. If he really wants to be like a pro troll, he really should release Musk's musk, a cologne. And you know what? People would buy it. I know people would buy you know it. What the, you know what the greatest thing Elon Musk could do for the world would be? Put out an actually good smelling cologne. Because the kind exist. of But the kind of people who love Elon Musk <laughs> yeah, yeah. are the are kind the of people, people who, who probably ass. shower less than the average human. And and they need, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, you know, there, there is a stereotype of a man with the unwashed ass, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could never be me. I I get all I get every digit up in there. All right, okay. Body wash, everything. But Elon Musk could do a service by getting the like introverted gamer nerds who worship him Mm -hmm. to just like shower and wear Musk's Musk. Sure. Sure, as long as it doesn't smell offensive to my nose like Axe does. Ember Eyes says he did release a fragrance, but he didn't call it Musk. What are we even fucking doing what here? What a missed opportunity. What? Goddamn. What a... Uh. Elon, call me. I'll help. Yeah. I will fix fine. Twitter for you. We got you. It's it's not as hard as you're making it. Um. Anyways. Um, wow, we're on... It's Tangent City today. I know. Tangent- Get on track. No, because I feel like we're doing a good show. I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. I hope Chad is having a good time. Yeah. If you're not having a good time, don't let us I'm know. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> uh, a Sidarba day would be more gentle. Oh, my God. Look, you can call it TMI, y'all. But, like, I I need the world to know I wash my ass. I'm a very clean individual, and I, I take confirm. pride in yes. how I smell. Yeah, I can confirm. There was one week of my life where I smelled really bad, and it was because I had rashes in my armpits, and I couldn't wear deodorant. And yeah, I, it was a health right. condition, and I smelled terrible, and I felt bad because I was rehearsing a show, and we were dancing, and the director pulled me aside and was like, you stink. And I was like, I know, I'm so sorry. I'm literally seeing a doctor about it. Um, <laughs> no, and you're like, and never again. Ever since we solved that little problem, I've, I smell good, and mm-hmm. I want I want that to be known because we're going to JordanCon in, like, five months. We need to get to Gershadon. And I want you all to know that you can come up and say hi to me without having to worry about con smell. <laughs> Bob C., 
thank you so much for that super chat. Good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, uh, trollocs are born now. Originally, they were blended with blended. human and animals. Oh, interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Blended human and animals. I, oh, God. <clears throat> Trolloc sex is probably weird to watch. Um, I, yeah, probably. That's somebody's kink, though. Uh, <laughs> somebody's made that fan art. So, um, uh, uh, Gwen goes to meet with Gareth Brine, the aforementioned hottie with a dad body. And she, he tells her that, what? You're very funny today. I like it. <laughs> That's a shirt. Gareth Bryan, hottie with a dad body. And then there's just Salon peeking out of the pocket looking. Like, it's one of those pocket shirts. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. Gareth's on one side. And then She's Salon's like, peeking out of the, the pocket on the other side. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and he's like, yo, uh, the Andorans mm-hmm. and the Morandians are waiting on a frozen lake, or are, are, are north of us. Yeah. Um, they have a very, they're about to reach a very good defensible position. They want to get in between us and uh, the Andor of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, okay, uh, go tell them we'll have a meeting. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. And it's going to be fine. And he's like, everyone's, what you, what, everyone's going to find know. out. They're going to know. And Nobody's like, well, going to know. No, Don't she, worry about it. And he's like, no. Th- she knows All they're right. going to find out, right? She's like, okay, I only have a limited amount of time, so just go be fast about it, and then don't worry, I'll take care of the rest. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's got stuff planned. Because Egwene doesn't want to start a war right now, because yeah. it would be very bad. Yeah. For mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Um, and uh, so after he leaves, Egwene and Swan have a little chat about the three O's. Yeah. And Egwene is like, I want to get rid of them. And Swan's like, no, you don't understand. They're what makes us. <clears throat> this is a r- actually really interesting moment for me yeah. um, because we've talked about the three O's before and how and like dumb. They, they they yeah they suck. Yeah. But Suwan is like no no no. That's what makes us Aes Sedai. Anyone yeah. can channel. Anyone can have can can learn how to use the one power or be born with that. Like that doesn't matter. What makes us Aes Sedai is these oaths. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad that they've kind of been. Um, uh, almost corrupted in a way, right? Because the idea of them, the the surface idea of them, I actually think makes a lot of sense, right? You want, you have this power and you want other people to be able to trust you, right? Yeah. You want to be able to go to your neighboring nations and negotiate with them peacefully and, and get along. That yeah. is the ultimate goal. And the Aes Sedai having this power, but being um, hindered in a way, we're like, oh, we can't lie. So like, you know, you can trust me. The surface idea of that, I think is, is great. But the problem is that the Aes Sedai have just become so sneaky and slippery that they have to manipulate mm-hmm. the oaths to serve them in a way that is is self-serving as opposed to, you know, um, uh, uh, cooperative. It's almost like and, the oaths are bad. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's, they're just too, they're, they're too many loopholes. They're, they're too yeah. inherently flawed. Also, yeah. the fact that you can just like, like... Breathe an oath onto the dark one's a dick, and suddenly your other oaths don't matter. Like there's, yeah. there's just there's too many holes in them. Yeah, and so Swan is so this is so much about ego for Swan. Yeah, in a way that like is a little bit sad. Like she doesn't realize that the Isidai suck. Yeah, right. They've broken she up. She still believes in the the corrupted structure of the Isidai. Trevor, thank you. Welcome back to the nerd table. Happy Friday. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those weird things where you're like. 
Suana, I, I, I can understand this from her point of view, but she doesn't see how flawed... She's in the middle of the manipulation of it all and yeah. still doesn't see how it's how it's bad. Like, you, sh they shouldn't have to be playing these weird mind games with the hall and everything like that. Like, mm -hmm. it, 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 it shouldn't come down to this, like... In, like in crazy manipulation and not necessarily backstabbing, but like going behind people's backs. Well, and what's so interesting about her um, relationship with the oaths is that she's basically like, no, you don't understand. Without the oaths, we can't manipulate everyone and be in total control. But but no, but that's her point of view, right? Yeah. It's like, no, you don't understand. Kings won't kneel for us mm -hmm. if they don't if we don't have the oaths. Yeah. It, it, it's about, like, her belief, ultimately, that Aes Sedai should be in control of everything. Yeah. And she is unable to see how the, the reality of that and the existence of that system mm -hmm. has led her to where she's at now. Yeah. Like, I, like Swan is like, no, it's a pyramid and Aes Sedai are at the top. Yes. As opposed to each being a piece of the puzzle that works cohesively for the good of the country, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Sex Monkey, I, I like their point here. Uh, the three oaths are like socialism. Sometimes you get good things. Sometimes you get communism. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's right? totally like, I fair. Think that there's, I think there's a lot of validity there. Yeah. It's um, it's just interesting. It's it's unfortunate to like, it's unfortunate for Egwene's point of view that Swan is coming at this from such an emotional point of view. And Egwene is like, Tarman Gaben's coming and we have to fight the devil. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, I feel like Sawan's being a little bit unrealistic priorities. about yeah, her priorities right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, j truly. I, I think that there's something about Tarman Gaiden being a little bit more important than whether or not the Aes Sedai are, like, able to, like, tell kings what to do. A little, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tommins, thank you for that super <coughs> chat. Um, alternated, if the Aes Sedai want to be a separate nation, if they join a nation, oaths would not be needed. Uh, see wise ones, wing finders. I don't I disagree I don't, with that. I don't think so. I yeah. think that the what 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 I think what the problem is is that I said I feel the need to come out on top. Mm -hmm. They already have the one power. Instead of using the one power to be self-serving, they should be using that power to better the nations as a whole. Yeah. And you know, they have kind of that step towards like um, you know, royalty having advisors is a good idea, but the problem is those advisors are there to be self-serving and self-sufficient for the, the Aes Sedai as a whole, as opposed to, like, the country, right? You know, if, if the Aes Sedai wanted to, like, make things better, they would go around and, like, mend wagons yeah, and, like, yeah. heal people and stuff, you and know? Like, like this all hoity-toity-ness. They would be doing what the Windfinders are doing for the, yeah, the sea folk, which is they controlling work. the weather to make yes. everything work better. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It, the, the, the Atha and Mir, as well, uh, I know we don't know as much about them, but they have a system where, like, you have this ability, so you're going to use it for the betterment of the ship, right? You have the you have mm -hmm. the sail mistress, you have the Windfinder, and you have the wave mistress, and you have everybody doing their part to make the ship sail. Mm-hmm. And the Aes Sedai feel like they don't want to do their part to make the ship of Randland sail. No, because they're the, the Aes Sedai claim to be above politics, and all they do is meddle in politics. Yes. Uh. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is interesting though because I can see why the idea of the oaths makes sense to people. Mm -hmm. um, there was one I wanted to. Uh, oh, uh, Robert Power says so. If you reworded the oaths to remove the loopholes, would they be beneficial? No. There will always be... Here's the problem with um, a, 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 an oath about honesty mm -hmm. is that you cannot remove the loophole of half-truth. 
you can't like write an oath that says I will say every possible truth related to a subject every time I speak. You know what I mean? Like you 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 remove the ability to have a conversation. I also think yeah. that the ability to lie does not make someone more or less trustworthy. You can lie constantly and be a very good person and you can only tell the truth and be the worst person alive. Those are both possibilities. Yeah, yeah. And it, so it doesn't uh, adjust intent. It becomes it becomes about the the Aes Sedai have created a system in which they use the three oaths mm-hmm. as a barrier between them and having to have a real conversation about what their power means for Randland and what their duty is to everyone. They say, oh, well, no, but we, we have the three oaths. So we no matter what we do, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And their political structure has led to them being an inefficient and, like, corrupt st- system mm-hmm. that doesn't benefit anyone except Aes Sedai. Yeah. And you can tell that because nobody likes the Aes Sedai. Yeah. Like, no, no one in Randland likes them. Yeah, they tolerate Perry, them because they're scared of them. Perry Wolf, thank you for that super chat. You know, Perry Wolf says that they, they go against the meaning of their own name, which is servants of all. And they mm-hmm. don't. They That is the opposite thank you for that of super what, chat, Perry what they do. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's just, um, it's interesting, right? Because it's yeah. like, it's the, the Aes Sedai are so removed from being servants of all. Mm-hmm. And they're so, their whole system is built upon being powerful and demanding of others. Yeah. This is why I don't like Ked Swain. But mm-hmm. I do like Soralia. Is that Soralia, I genuinely believe, is working within the Aiel system for the betterment of Aiel. Yeah. Right? I believe that she's a member of that community who is demanding. And, and she's a very strong-willed woman. Yeah. Right? She she has this power within her. And no one is going to say not, nothing to her. Right? But she is of that community. And she serves and protects that community and has that community's best interest at heart. Yeah. Cad Swain is very powerful and very old and is putting her idea of what everybody else needs and wants before what anyone else says to her. Yeah. And she's coming into this situation. And this is why I say Cat Swain sucks. This is why I'm literally wearing a shirt about this character. Cat Swain's point of view is I am right. You're going to do what I want you to do. And that is the right thing. And Soralia's point of view is I have lived among this community my whole life. I have a council of people that I trust, and I'm going to use my strength of character to better the lives of everybody with me. Yeah. And those are not the same person. Kat Swain is so selfish and self-serving, even though she claims it's for other people. But if you don't listen to those people, if you don't work with them for their solutions, then all you are doing is harming those people. I think that's what Rand is doing, though. Rand has less choice than Cat Swain has, though. I don't know. Rand is like, it doesn't matter what anybody else wants. Tarman Gaiden is coming, and I will do anything and use any means to win it. And I think Cat Swain is the same. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would argue that Rand is 20 years old and has been given a prophecy that he doesn't know what to deal with. Which is why Cat Swain, Swain is 400 years old and should know better. No, well, but she does think she knows better. She's like, I know, uh, like, this is how we're going to get through this, right? But she doesn't. She consistently doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She no, doesn't know better. She doesn't even know where Rand is right now. Well, I mean. She doesn't have any information. How is she supposed to know but, that? But, but like, this is my point. If Kat Swain had been on Rand's council for six months and had been sitting there day in and day out with everybody else learning what's going on, I would I would maybe agree with you more. Kat Swain's been there for five minutes yeah. and is going, no, we have to change everything. And Rand is like, there's too much in motion that you're not even aware of. Like, you're trying to tell me to stop things that you don't know what they are. 
learn what's going on first, and then you can come be a part of the council. But to show up day one and be like, I'm in charge now, and Rand's like, what's going on in Ilian? Kat Swain's like, what the fuck's going on in Ilian? Exactly. How the fuck can you be in charge? You don't know what you're in charge of if you say you're in charge, right? And that's my problem with her mm -hmm. is she is this character who comes into a situation and is like, I know what's going on in 10 countries that I've never been to. Well, no, she travels around a lot. Uh, Trippy, thank you for that super chat. Uh, I like and I said I to come heal me as I've gone for the first time. I'm so sorry. Um, drink a lot of electrolytes and, yes. and stay healthy. Um, we appreciate you. Um, James Ross, thank you as well for that super chat. Nerdy makes a good point. He seems like a good guy, but wears a t-shirt with a dirty lie. <laughs> uh, and Rand Talmore, thank you for that super chat. The tower has thousands of years of knowledge and history. They keep to themselves. Hate them. Power to the dragon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, I think the and strength of these books is that be, they are gray. And they're gray, straight right? up lying. And this is where it gets to be. This is why the odes are bullshit. The Aes Sedai lie all of the time about Aes Sedai shit. They lie all of the time so that they can stay in power, so that nobody, the, oh, the, the White Tower is never broken. That is a lie. That is a straight up lie. The problem is most of them don't know it. That's so the, the three thing. oats are bullshit. They, but that's the thing. They hide their own history and do not learn from it mm -hmm. for this facade of power and like absolute perfection. It's 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 wild. Um, James Smith, thank you for that super chat. Um, I said I as a whole believe they're helping everyone. The White Tower helps Randland. That is how they see it. The thing is... You have to be so far up your own ass to believe that that's true. Well, no, they... No, but you, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but like... But they do believe that that's true, right? They're like, oh, well, the doors <laughs> yeah, are they open. Are, they're, they're so far up their own assholes that they can see out their own mouths. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, yeah, they, they think that they're helping um, because that's just like what's been done and tradition and it's it's... Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Lifeblinded Fool says George Casanza learned his ability to beat the lie detector from the ice and die. Oh my god. Welcome back to the nerd table. Thank you for that. Uh, all right. Uh, um, anyways. That's the end of the chapter. Um, one thing that uh, was in chapter 15 is that we do. Or one chapter, and it's been I know, I'm minutes. so sorry. Um, Arzu, no, thank you for that super chat. Um, hello, whenever you catch up to this. Um, so we find out that Logan. Being um, propped up by the Reds is a lie that Swan came up with. It's not actually yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We learned that last book. I was under the impression that it was still up for debate. It Maybe was... Chat told us that last book. You little... Yeah, chat, chat was like, no, it's not actually true when we didn't have that like as confirmation, but we now have confirmation of that. Arazu Kashefapur says, I'm 40 minutes behind, but watching 1.5 speed to catch up. Just wanted to say hi. Uh, don't worry, you haven't missed anything. We've talked about one chapter. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> truly. Uh, Methany, thank you as well for that super chat. Um, one of my favorite parts of the series. From whoa, I said I to ugh, I said I yes. That's so valid. Um, yeah, the the positive to negative view on the I said I pipeline is strong, and like it's just a pit that goes yeah. straight down. We also find out the Gareth Bryan army is thirty thousand strong, uh, which is like pretty great. But Ileda is um, strengthening the tower guard to fifty thousand. So. Oopsie. Yeah. But um, she doesn't want Gowan for some reason. She's like, not Gowan. Right, yeah, I don't know. Which I don't get. Like, did he, like, pull pranks on her when he was a baby? Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, these monies. Thank, thank you for, you for those monies. Uh, Swan took the biggest L of anyone so far, and she still wants to stick to the old ways. Yeah. 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 When it's, when it's all that you know, you know, sometimes it's the easiest thing to just hang on to. But also, like, the Sanchen are invading the country, and Swan's like, no, we need to not be able to fight them. Yeah. 
Uh, chapter 16, unexpected absences. Uh, I had a lot of these in high school. Um, oh my, my TA was calling my mom. Hey, David didn't uh, come into school today. Shocking. Um, <gasps> Jeremiah, thank you so much for that super duper Jeremiah, chat. Uh, the way that White Tower interacts with the world and sees itself really reminds me of the U.S. Yes. Pretty sure that's what Jordan was going for. Not unique to the U.S., but it's very common in powerful organizations, but particularly the United States of America. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. I agree. Burying your history? Why? We're the best, what? except for all the times where we've done the war crimes. Never heard that. But, but we're going to try everyone else for war crimes, even though uh, we did the war crimes, too. <clears throat> George <Yeah>. W. Bush. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, chapter 16. Uh, Halima is murdering Egwene's maids. Poor Salami. <laughs> I know. Um, which is, I like... I also, I love that... Um, uh, what's her name? Chisa? Chisa's yeah, like, Chisa. she became a little whore because Halima taught her, Halima taught Salami to be a whore and now she's gone. I know, I was like, what are you talking like, about? Chisa, you're next! She, yeah, I know. The call I'm, is coming from inside the house. I'm worried for her. Because um, I think it's Suan who's like, are you sure she hasn't been your maid your whole life? Like, uh, Chisa is great. She's She she doesn't like meddle or like oh, I love her. push wow. or anything. She's just there to make sure that Egwene is taken care of. Like, the one comment where Egwene's like, I wonder how many times she changed up this meal to make sure I had something, like, hot when I got back. I was like, Chessa, guys, let's go. Yeah, I, I think Chisa uh, is going to be the one that catches Halami. Oh. Do you think, do, wait, do you think that, like, Salami caught Halami? Or do you think... Halima. Sure. Um, do you think that Salami caught Halima and that's why she had to be killed? Or do you think that their names had too similar, uh, like, a rhyming sound. And she was She's like, like no. no, I can't. She says, okay, very different. But you can't, we can't have Salami and Halima because what about with the Nerdy will have a <laughs> dyslexic stroke every time he reads these chapters. Yes, Robert Jordan peered into the future and watched our book club. I'm I wouldn't, sorry. I would not put it past Robert Jordan in his infinite wisdom to be a prophet. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. This is my Bible now. Um, so uh, at the beginning of this chapter, Egwene is like, call the hall. And then the hall shows up and she's like, we're taking up, we're, we're, we're just going to stay here for a couple of days. And I was like, that could have been an email. That, <laughs> that, that could have been an email. Of yeah. all of the, of all of the things you didn't need to like gather everybody together for. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone like got all dressed up. They're like, ooh, a sitting of the hall. Big important news. Yeah. It's just chill. It's We're good. And everyone's like. Like, oh, okay. okay. Cool. Sherry's like, I've been saying that maybe we should, like, stop. So, like, why now? And she's like, don't worry about it. And then Sherry goes off and is tortured by somebody. Uh, and then Halami goes and hides a corpse. We're not at Sherry's point of view yet. Sorry. I was just... You're just jumping ahead. Now now we're at Halami okay, burying okay. a body. Uh, just in the middle of the Halima, chapter. You're gonna you're going to confuse me because I'm going to start calling it. Halami and Salami no. are coming Halima. up the stairs. Uh, Who knows what that song is in the chat? Don't say. Why? I don't know it. You don't know that song? Coming up the stairs. I Hal know. Or no, coming down the stairs. Halami and Salami are coming down the stairs. Come on, you know this. Is that... I've never seen it, but bananas. Yes. Pajamas. Bananas in pajamas are coming yeah. down the stairs. I've Did never, anyone in chat get it? No. I've never seen <gasps> it. James Ross. Fuck yes, James Ross. I've, I've never. Uh, yeah. Oh hell yes, James Ross wins. Uh, I don't know what you win yet, but you win something. Quick fingers. Well done. Um, oh my god. 
Is that that's a Canadian show, right? Maybe I don't know. No idea. Amer- are there any Americans who know what bananas and pajamas are? That was my fucking childhood. I never right watched there. it. It's so good. Um, I, you know how much I love pajamas. I yeah. I mean, you know how much I love pajamas. So a show about characters in pajamas, like that's my jam. That's my shit right there. Do you remember Roly Poly Oli? Roly Poly Oli, I do because He's small I and short and round. I I had a stroke every time I watched that show. What? Because it was Roly Poly Oli, and my brain would just like short out trying to like. <laughs> And it was in, like, that weird block text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm sorry, what does this And I was like, what the fuck is this show? And they'd be like, roly-poly-oly. And I'm like, how the fuck is that nonsense, roly-poly-oly? It looks like... (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, smart engines. JL Uh, says it's an Australian show. But then wouldn't it be bananas in pajamas? That was not... No, that was terrible. That was very Kiwi of me. uh, (laughs) That's not a banana. This is a banana. Nope. <laughs> he pulls out. It's got pajamas on it. Oh my god. Nope. Uh, maybe it was global. Um, I, guess, I guess the bananas and pajamas are just like a global phenomenon. A universal and thing. I love that. I right. love that for us. So we cut back to Elaine, Egwene. Fuck. I know. Uh, and she's sitting in her little camp, and Lelaine. Lelaine shows up. Surprise. And then Ramonda shows up. Yeah. Surprise. Which was surprising. Oh, I can't make that joke. Because no one else has seen Black Panther 2 yet. No, you can't. Not, no but Black I, Panther 2 references. The whole of Black Panther 2, I was sitting there like, Queen Ramonda and Ramonda the I is oh. the Aes Sedai from fucking Wheel of Time. Oh, I didn't Because Angela Bassett's character is Queen Ramonda. So uh, when when we get to this part in the show, Angela Bassett has to come back and reprise her role. Can you fucking imagine Angela Bassett on the Wheel of Time TV show? She's She'd be like perfect for it. Egwene would be Fucked. I, yeah. You can't say no. I, I, Angela Bassett should be Cad Swain. Then I would love her. Or Soralia. If Angela, like Angela, there's so many great female characters in the Wheel of Time. If this was a higher budget show, or or if it was like a series of movies, Angela Bassett would be so so good. Oh, good. so anyways, anyways, um, yes. So they come in and um, they're very both very upset. You know, um, they basically threaten Egwene. <laughs> like yeah, but they also are like. They're not like dropping mothers. Neither of them ask to leave. And Egwene's sitting there like, I'm gonna fuck this. This isn't how this works. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. She's definitely got her arms under her titties, pushed up, mucho cleavage going, and they bounce. And she's like, and they bounce. Probably. In Robert Jordan's brain, Egwene has anime titties, and you know it. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, and uh, then, uh, so she's pissed, but they're like, "You're when we go to the meeting, because they find out that Gareth Bryan set up a meeting and yada, yada, yada. And uh-huh. she's like, when we go to the meeting, you're going to let me talk to them. And Egwene's like, sh- sh- yes, sure, whatever you want. And then Lelaine is like, you're going to let me talk to them. And Egwene's like, yeah, sure, yeah, whatever yeah, you want. Okay. <laughs> Deep down, Egwene's like, fuck, no, neither of you. Are- Absolutely not ever. Both of you are going to get spanked soon, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. cut to Shariam, who goes back to her tent, gets stripped naked by having her clothes blown off of her body, and then she gets spanked. Beaten. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's Halima? No. No, you think it's someone else? Yeah, I don't. I, I think that if it was Halima, they, they would have told us. Okay, that's interesting. Right? Like, So you think there's two different spies? I just think it would be very strange to have Halima have... To tell us that Halima is murdering people in camp, but then be like coy about whether or not she's spanking Shariam. 
I feel like there's mm. something else going on here. Mm, okay, okay. Because I, here's the thing. Halima is not affiliated with the Black Aja. Right. I think that this is the Black Aja. Okay. Trying gotcha. to control Egwene. But Halima doesn't need to do this because Halima is in the room where it Well, happens. no, she is affiliated with Black Aja because that's what Delane... Delana is. Delana. Right, 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 right. Delana is Black Aja. Maybe it's Delana who does this. Maybe. Yeah, Fantasy yeah. fan, welcome to the Nards <gasps> and the Nerd to the table. Nerd table. Thank you. I, yeah, I just, I, I think that this is going to be a, th- I think this is going to be a different party. I don't think it's going to be Halima. Okay. Yeah, I think if it was Halima, they would have, de- they would have said that it was Halima. Yeah, that's fair. Ricardo, um, thank you for that super duper chat. <laughs> Thank you. Just stopping by on my lunch break to tell you guys that you're amazing and I love all your content. <laughs> Hope to see everyone at Jordan Con wearing a Cat Swain Suck shirt. Yes. We're, we're guys, everyone, we're gonna do photos at Jordan Con. I wanna I wanna Siswaya mommy photo where everyone is not wearing a beanie. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just this weird like red blur above all of our heads. Um so Jordan Con, Atlanta. Jordan Con. Be Let's there go. or or, you know, don't, because it's expensive and, like, I understand international <laughs> travel. I don't I don't want to pressure anyone, but if you're already going, let's have a good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right. Also, who knows what flights are going to cost next year. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I know. Chapter 17 on thin ice. Out on thin ice. Because they literally go they literally out on a fucking lake. Go on a lake. I this like, is the dumbest shit. Well, it's only dumb. Like, in my head, I was like, winter's only been here for, like, three days. Yeah. That, that right. is not a thick... Th- that, I know. There's a fly. It it's, just went in my ear. I'm sorry. Um, the That is not a long enough frost for that ice to be set. I know. That's literally what I was thinking while I was reading this. I was like, they're going to fall through. We're so fucking Canadian. I know. We're like, you can't go ice fishing until the frost is set in long enough. <laughs> Because here's the problem. Okay, so uh-huh. so for those of you who are, who are like, I live in Florida. I don't know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Ice freezes down, not up, right? When it gets cold, yeah. the bottom of the water freezes last. Yeah. yeah. And so... And we'll a, only freeze if it's very cold for a long period for a, of time. a period of time. Yeah. Because what happens is the top freezes first, and that actually insulates the water underneath from freezing. Yeah. And so it takes longer for the ice to penetrate down. And so there... Not a good enough reason to use the word penetrate. I'm sorry. I love the word penetrate. <laughs> Shocker. Um, so you, you, if, 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 even though it's very cold and it looks like there is ice on the water, that does not mean that it is frozen. I literally enough. was reading this and I was like, they're going to fall through the ice. They're just going to fall through the ice and everyone's going to drown and die. I was like, like, what is, this is a terrible idea. Cease Army says this was pointed out by another Canadian <laughs> podcast too. I, I, I figured anyone who lives far enough north. Yeah. They're es- like, what are you doing? Especially if you are an ice skater who skates on like a lakes in the winter, which I, I grew up doing. I don't know if your family did, but like there, you have to wait for the thaw, for the for frost to get deep enough in the lake. It's not just about the top being frozen. It actually has to, yeah, it's so. Yeah, that was, that was a strange one for it's me. It's so strange. And so reading this whole chapter, I was like, this is a nightmare. They're all going to die. Yeah. Like you, it's only been days. Yeah. You would need a, you would need a thick, like couple week and, and like a slow progression to that cold. Yeah. But like this kind of snap cold, it does, it, it'll freeze the top layer, but it will not penetrate. Yeah. God damn it. Penetrate. Why? Uh, okay. 
Yeah, and anyway. that was one thing that I knew we were both going to bring that up in the reading because I was like, there's no fucking way. The city um, of Calgary would not let you skate on that pond if it had only been frozen for three days. Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> um, so yeah, Egwene. <laughs> I love that this book this book so much. Oh, man. Egwene wakes up super early before the sun comes up and she saddles up her horse and she rides onto the uh, lake. Um, and... Um, she meets with um, with the people from uh, 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 why why Andor from the, the her name is like Ellen uh, 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 what's her name Did Who? you write it down uh, What's her name Who it starts with an A Who the the people that they're meeting There's people from Murindy the Mur Murindians Oh yeah 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 I did not write all their names Ali Ali I Ali Aliandra I don't know. I don't know. Ali Ali Oxenfreeze there. Uh, uh, they've set up a tent. They've set up a little bit of a camp. Yeah. There's like a table laid out. And my favorite thing is that all the ice and I steal the good seats. Arathel, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, mm -hmm. I know. The ice I steal all the good seats? Yeah. When they go to sit down at the table. No, all... no. They send their, they send their, no, they don't steal the good seats. They send their, their servants go and they mm -hmm. remove all the chairs that had been set up for them. And they put down these benches for the Aes Sedai that have been wrapped in fabric with their Aja colors. Oh, I missed that part. I literally thought they like, you know, when you like are like a kid in elementary school and you want the like good seat in the classroom because you're watching a movie that day or whatever, that all the Aes Sedai like ran to go get like the seats that they wanted and then all the nobles got there and they're like, oh. Did you, did you skim this a little bit? This part? Yeah. Ah, uh, Maybe. So they get there, and the nobles are already sitting down facing them. Uh, and the Aes Sedai servants go first and remove all of the chairs that have been set up for the Aes Sedai and place benches down with their Aja colors. And then the Aja walk in and expect the nobles to stand up. <laughs> but the nobles don't stand for the Aes Sedai, which the Aes Sedai view as a slight. Mm. Sorry, I thought this was like this person sitting beside this person, and I was like, meh. <laughs> like... <laughs> you were just describing this. I was like, that none, nothing you just said happened in yeah, this section at my all. My bad. I literally thought they like. <laughs> Clarus, uh, Evan Albino says, skimming the chapter. Were they playing musical chairs? Yeah, that's kind of what I thought was going on. Um, and so the Aes Sedai arrive at this meeting and they are upset because they feel as if they are being slighted right away. And that yes. the, uh, the nobles there are not treating them like real Aes Sedai, but treating them like fake Aes Sedai by not standing for them. Well, and Which Egwene goes, this is great. This is the best thing they could have done for my plans. Well, and and she like realizes that they're not even like looking at her. Mm -hmm. They're looking at the, the the hall, like at everybody else. Like people with ageless faces. Yeah, because she doesn't look like an Aes Sedai. So they're like, oh, can't be, can't be her. I think that this is why you like Cat Swain, because you don't like fully read the chapter. What do you mean? I'm just teasing you. <laughs> if you like, I'm saying like, if you fully read all the Cat Swain chapters, you would think she sucks like I do. But because you skim through the worst of her, sure. you forgive her. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it for sure. Oh my God. Uh, and so, yeah, they have this meeting, which is really, um, uh, I, I, I didn't really understand what was going on because Wayne just keeps being like, this works into my plans. But when we're never, Robert Jordan does a, a slightly frustrating thing to me. Where he is constantly saying that people have plans, but he never he never uses that to enjoy dramatic irony by letting us be somewhat in on the plan. Yeah. 
it always cuts away. We are never a part of the plan. And I think that like there there would be a way to like mix in some moments of dramatic irony so that it isn't always the same beat. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he leans and and I, I being eight books in, I'm starting to have a little bit of like a there are Robert Jordanisms yeah. that I sometimes roll my eyes at a little bit. And one of them is he always goes to the well of let me tell you my plan. Cut to an hour later. Yeah. When, oh, that was your plan? And that sometimes works in, like, a movie because we're going to see it anyway and there's not really a reason to reveal it and whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think that Robert Jordan goes to that well so often that it is it stands out because you're like, wow, dude, like... Yeah, he's you got a, really like this. He's got like a style for it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the payoff for this one was was actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's great. So, I, I, was, I I did really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just it's one of those Robert Jordanisms that I was like, and check that off the bingo list for this week. Yes, yes, yes. The we plan that we're, cut away from the plan conversations. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes I think it's because the plans don't make any sense, and so it later on it saves because like when we get to the battle sequence later, we're gonna talk about it. It makes. It, it makes not one lick of sense. Like, anything that happens in that chapter mm-hmm. is, it, it is so muddled, and we'll get into why I think that's, uh, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, they uh, they basically have this long chat where they're like, we need you to come, we need you, we need you to not come into Andor. And Egwene is like, cool. The person who will be speaking for me is, and Ramonda and Lelaine both, like, Primp. Everyone's looking like good. Everyone's like in their Sunday finest. You know She's what I like, mean? Take me to church. I'll worship at the uh, altar like a dog or whatever Hoosier said. Uh, and she's like, I'll be speaking for myself. And Romaine and, uh, Romaine and Lettuce are like wilting in the back. They're like, <laughs> Romaine and Lettuce are wilting. That's 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 perfect. Will we be fully wilted before Liz Truss leaves office? Um, and they, Egwene basically is like, look, we're going to sit here for a month. The Mirandians are going uh-huh. to sell us a bunch of shit. Yeah, we're going to make you guys money. You're going to help us. We're never going to come into Andor, so don't even worry about that. We're going to go... I'm just going to hang out through, here. I, like, Ilian, I think? I don't really know what the other direction is. Well, I, yeah, and I do wish we had our beautiful new map to enjoy. And We need to make sure that it's not stuck to the wall so that I can go grab it mid-show and be like, they're here. Well, no, we'll put the Velcro thingies on it so you can remove it and put it back on the wall super easy. Yeah, but those ripped the wall last time. Um, no, no, they're meant to be, like... Pulled in half. So they're gonna. Excuse me. There it is. Oh yeah, they're gonna go through Ilian, and up. They're gonna go through down through Ilian, or like through Mirandi. Mirandi? No, they're no, they're, they're in Mirandi. Mirandi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead of going. So they have to go. But the weird thing is, they have to go like down into Ilian, and then come back up through Farmatting, to go up through Kyrian to Tarvalon. So they've added a bunch of time. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, weird. Because they're not going to go back uh, back west and around. So, like, they've actually made this a lot harder. Yeah. Because Murindy's down here, right? They're not up there. Yeah. Can I see this Right here. Murindy's right here. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, yeah, so they have to go down into Ilian. It's just, it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah, which, whatever, you know, you want to, you don't want to, like, make enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's fair, but, um... Yeah, I would, reading this, I was like, God, I wish I had a map that was detachable that I could just read and look at at the same time, but mm-hmm. I don't have that. Um, oh, Mike LL says they're not going to do any of that. They're going to travel. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, here's the thing. Taking 30,000 men, uh, 
No, they have like all the ice. Of course, they're just gonna travel. Wait. <laughs> sure, but I guess not. Like every like, I guess not every ice that I can make a gate. It doesn't. But it doesn't matter. Uh, do they need to know where they're going or where they are? I but can't they know where they're going. Is... They're Aes Sedai. They're going to Tarvalon. They're going home. I'm going home. <laughs> but li- but literally, I, yeah, I guess they're they're go- they're going home. So you think they're going to like stay there for a month? Oh my! Oh my God! And oh my like, God! We're so stupid. Pop up in the middle they've of the only tower. Been, they've only been traveling by foot because they needed to collect an army, and now that they have their thirty thousand. They're just going to pop in. Like in the middle of the White Tower? No, 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 no. They're going to siege Tarvalon. Here's the thing. Would... But, the, oh my God, they could pop They could pop straight into the White Tower and like Aleda would never know because Aleda maybe knows that they can travel, but well, okay, we, know that you can, we know that you can travel in the White Tower. They should just pop into Aleda's study and just send a stream of people and just fucking fight their way down. That would be a great video game level. Um. Okay, but okay. Uh, Andrew when Leonard, was, just really oh. quickly, Andrew Leonard, thank you for that uh, super chat. Thank you for the But would fireworks chat. blow a hole in the ice, Nerdy? Probably not. Honestly, ice, when it's densely packed enough, um, you would you would dent the top of it, but the the mo- the majority of the energy of the fireworks would just go up and out. Unless it was, like, in a ball of ice, then maybe, but doesn't matter. Um, so, okay, so um, tar- when was Tarvalon built? Was it during the Age of Legends? No, it was, no, 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 it was built after, because it was, it was after the breaking after. of the world. Because yeah. I was like, what if, what if Tarvalon ends up being like Hogwarts and you can't disapparate? No, but we know that, we know that you can't. Because. Because Leandrin was doing it. Right, okay, okay, okay. Like, Leandrin was popping in and out of there earlier. And so is. Semirhaj. And the other one. Mm, starts with an M. You know, I'm trying to remember her name. Masana. Masana. Oh my god, I pulled that out of the back of my butthole. Well, um, <laughs> didn't know. That's why I keep back. names. That's why the names get all mixed up. Oh my god! Because I keep them in the back of my butthole. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Oh. Of course they're gonna travel. I feel so stupid. Oh my gosh! What if the Sanchin fi- like somehow pick up traveling from like a leftover weave from somebody traveling, and that's why Min saw a bunch of the Aes Sedai that were currently in the White Tower in collars. Because the Sanchin are also going to show up. Yeah, that's I mean, my, it's possible. That's been my I don't opinion. know that the Sanchin would know what Tarvalon is, though. Like, if the Sanchin traveled to Tarvalon, that would be weird to me. Because, like, how the fuck do they know where that is? They have maps. They've taken over three cities. There are maps that exist. Like... I don't know. I just uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, my biggest fear this like whole book has been that the Sanchin are going to like stumble across a like traveling weave and like learn it. Yeah. Oh, I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. 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 Or or that they'll just take someone and that that person will know, right? They'll they'll have an Adam on a they'll have a Demani. Thanks for changing the pronunciation of that one, Michael Kramer. Oh my God. I feel like all of the chapters that we have reacted to have been Michael Kramer chapters. Yeah. Except the naive stuff in the last we one. We got like a part of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um mm, yeah. Interesting. Oh and yeah, we also find out that the They have Bakakarn, they have captured Aes Sedai, but they haven't yet captured Aes Sedai who know how to travel. Yes. Traveling was lost. We only only a handful of people know how to do that. Um uh, that we know of. But yeah. none of the salad bar Aes Sedai have been captured. And Alviarin hasn't been captured. And we know she knows how to travel from Asana. Right, 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 right. 
Okay, anyways. Um, it would be, I don't know. I feel like it would be a little convenient if the Sanchen show up at Tarvalon this book. But if the if the Sanchen show up at Tarvalon in a future book, by that means, I would I would be more into that. I think it would be a little bit fast. I think the Sanchen have to go lick their wounds from their loss to Rand right now and kind of figure out what's going on. Because don't forget, mm-hmm. they're in a place where they're, demo- they're I'm going to call them domains. I don't care what Michael Kramer says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, their domains can't really channel properly right now and aren't channeling, right? They're all sick. So I don't know that... I don't know that they would suddenly get better and be like, well, since we're suddenly better, let's go right You're to right. Tarvalon. That just seems like bad military strategy. It might be a future thing. The problem mm-hmm. here, my, my thing is, if Egwene, if they take the White Tower, right? Oh, Bakakarn is saying that was in regards to knowing about Tarvalon. Right, 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 right. They have Isa, the, the Sajan of Aes Sedai who know Tarvalon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You, you're correct. Um... Um, oh, what was it saying? Oh, uh, no, we didn't quite, no. What was it saying? If they get there in this book. Oh, um, I feel like they're going to have to learn how to, like, make wards that set off traps when, when, like, someone, like, travels in. Like, I feel like that, like, they should be trying to figure out. They don't know that those exist, though. Only Rand knows that because Asmodian taught him. Alviarin might learn from Masana, but like the the Aes Sedai don't have wards. Mm-hmm. We've never seen an Aes Sedai set a ward like that. The only person right, we've we seen, seen do it is Rand, mm-hmm. and that was because Asmodian taught him how to do it. So unless like Mogidian taught them warding, which I don't think she did, I think that was one of the things. Because like when Mogidian goes back to the Dark One, she's like, I did not teach them everything. Yeah, I think yeah, one of the yeah, things yeah. was wards, right? Like yeah. they have a ward against eavesdropping that while they're holding it. But Rand is, as far as we know, Rand is the only person who has set up a, like, attack ward. They didn't even know how to, like, stop people from eavesdropping. Moraine knows how to set wards. Okay, yeah, then then why aren't they setting more wards? What kind of ward? When did Moraine, Moraine, like, stopped people from, like... Mmm. Set a ward in Shagdar the Goth. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Then why are, then, then how is Halima getting around? I don't know. Why aren't they setting up wards all over this Aes Sedai camp? Well, because here's the thing. Halima, like, how is Halima... If, Halima if they, uses the male side of the power. Right. right. So, so... But don't I'm, they have, like... But don't they have, like, a motion ward that they can be, like, oh, hey... A motion detector? Hmm. No, Moraine no, sets up wards... Uh, Moraine also sets up wards in um, the mountains. In, uh... Which book was that? Where they're in the mountains of the mist. Remember when they have the camp and they get attacked by the Trollocs? Moraine... Isn't that book two? No, no, no. It's after book two. It's after Falma. It's book three. In dra- no, book... In, in book four. Is it? When When are they in the mountains? Yeah, with... They're, like, living in the mountains. Book three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Book three. I think um, Moraine sets up wards then. But the thing is, she doesn't set up, like, motion detectors. It She can detect... Shadow spawn like Trollocs and Murdral. Whereas Halima's mm-hmm. not. Halima is still like in a human body and also is using um Sidar and not Sidin. Or no, Okay, Sidin then I will say this. Sidar. The only people we've seen set up wards for traveling are Rand and the Forsaken. Yeah. We've never seen anyone set up else set up a we we'll have to get specific, but I don't think anyone they didn't even know traveling existed. Why would they have wards no, for something that they don't know how it exists? That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I feel like that should be, like, a point of study for, for people right now. But the problem is they don't want to share traveling with too many people. So it, I don't know if yeah. they know 
how to create a new ward. Probably not. We The only person we've seen create new shit is Nynaeve and Elaine, right? Yeah, I guess if anyone, it might be like Elaine to do it. Yeah, And Avienda. Avienda uh, and Egwene. Egwene kind of like figures out traveling on her own-ish. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I miss Moraine. Um, me too, I actually. really miss Moraine. Yeah, me too. She's She was great. She was the dummy mommy of my dreams. So anyways, we finished this chapter where Egwene is like, oh, by the way, anyone of any age who wants to join the White Tower and can be taught how to channel is welcome. And the Aes Sedai lose their shit a little bit, but not publicly. They're crying inside and they have to be very stoic outside because then they mingle. There's a yeah. lovely little like catering event. Oh, we're still back mingle. there. I forgot we hadn't gotten past that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they mingle and Egwene is like... um a teenager at her parents' party. <laughs> like, Egwene, this to me reads, like, my 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 mom and my stepdad throw a Christmas party on the first Friday of December. Mm. It's like, they're, they're in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. The first the Friday of December. Yeah. Is staked out as our Christmas party. Yeah. If you're, if you're anybody who's anybody, you don't throw a Christmas party against my parents' Christmas party because you will fail. Their party will be better than yours. Um, and it's, it's a raucous uh. affair. Um, I was, I never lived there when I was old enough to drink. I've never actually been to the party when I was old enough to drink. Mm -hmm. But, um, so my sister before me, and then when I turned 16, it became my job. I would drive everyone home from that party. And so I was literally just driving home all of these like 40 to 50 year olds. (laughs) Who who were drunk. Like frat boy hammered. Oh my God, I love it. That was wild. Michael, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, I said I should have a contest for designing new words. Ooh. The Weavies. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Honestly, like, yeah, I, the, the problem is that none of the Aes Sedai want to share their secrets with any other Aes Sedai. So yeah. it's all bullshit. Uh, uh, James said, thank you for that membership. Thank you. Welcome back to the nerd table. Uh, wards to notify or stop Shadow Spawn. There are no wards to stop traveling. Ran only had a notify ward. There are no wards to stop Dark Friends. No, the, I think the ward that we're talking about is the ward that um, Raven sets that Rand sets off by channeling in the near vicinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a, it's it's a notification, a male channel. but it's not a... Well, it's a deadly notification, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, That's how there, is a ward for, there is a ward for people, because Moraine, when they're in the mountains, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the mountains, Moraine says that she had to choose between a ward for Shadowspawn or a ward for people, and she chose the Shadowspawn one because that was more dangerous. I don't remember that. But I'm pretty... I, I, I might be remembering this wrong, but I'm pretty sure... That there are both, but she doesn't want, but she has to choose between them. Because if she sets both of them, it's too much power and it will draw, it'll be too recognizable that there's that much power going on because there's two wards and it will draw people in. it will attract them. I think I'm right here. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, Yeah. Fuck, I am so good, you guys. If I really reach into the back of my butthole, there is so much back there. It just—it's hard to get to because I have to like wade through all the shit. Um, so, so we have our uh, Tall Mains Christmas party. Our boy Tall Mains is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know what? Like, I like—I like this character a lot. I hope we get more of him. I agree. Um, I love that. Like, Egwene was trying to like suss him out, go hang out with him. I think that's—is that the next chapter? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like they kind of like. Yeah, have a little bit of trust between the two of them. You know, like she gives him a little bit of information and then he's like, you know what? I appreciate that you've been honest with me. I'm going to give you some information as well. Um, And he's like, hey, we've been, we were, someone wants to hire us so that they can stake their claim to the throne of Murundi. I Mm -hmm. can't remember his name. I'm sorry. Um, 
And Egwene's like, don't do it. Don't go to war. And he's like, well, they just want us to kind of be, like, scary. And she's like, please, like, whatever you do, just, like, no fighting. <laughs> please yeah. don't do that. Please don't start a war with Which I think is fair. You know, if, if the Band of the Red Hand is there as, like, a deterrent... I, I can understand that, but like getting involved in an actual conflict would yeah. be spicy, especially without Matt. I loved the so. this this moment where he's like, every member of the band of the Red Hand feels like Matt needs us, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, that Tavir he has warder bonded all of them. He's warder bonded. This is this is the definition of positive masculinity. This is the for the boys mentality we need is where we love our boys so much that when they are miles away and they need us, we feel the like the call of the wild, right? (laughs) There's that like, there's that tinkle in the tip of your dick. And Mm -hmm. every guy knows where that spot I'm talking about, where it's like, oh, my boy needs me. And it's a, it's a different thing. And all of the, there, there is a band of the red hand that all have a tingle in that one little spot on their dick. Mm-hmm. That, oh, They're that, like, Matt, Matt needs us. It's the spot that only tingles if you dig into your belly button in the right way. Um, <laughs> every man in the world knows what I'm talking about. And women are like, what the fuck are you talking about your dick? Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Um, there's a nerve ending that passes. and so That's you, the same on women. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the same. What, you're like, clit tingles? Kind of. Oh, weird. Like, that, like, general area. Like, there is definitely a connection there. There's a weird... It's Sorry, weird my for, belly button's not up here. That was weird. <laughs> I was like, there's a connection. The weird thing for men is that, like, it's, like, right at the tip, but you don't feel anything on the rest of your penis. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, James Smith, thank you for that super chat. Uh, but no, Tom Ains. Uh No, and also, Brett Babineau, thank you for that super chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one cold day beer while watching my favorite book club with a super warm Friday in Calgary. Maybe a just two. A warm Friday in Calgary? What? That's frightening. What? But uh, what's up, Calgary? How it's you doing? November. How you doing? Um, thank you for that super thank chat. You. Appreciate it. Um, I need a cold. I need to have more day beers during book club. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm not sick anymore and I can drink beer without getting sick. Because I literally, every beer made me sick in that apartment. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, now that I can drink beer without getting sick, I need to have like a day we'll beer. celebrate we need to 30K. do a drunk book club. Yeah, we'll celebrate 30K. Oh, and we on get 30K YouTube. on YouTube? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. I also want to try mm. and do high book club. High book club. I want to do a full book, full book recap. Oh, maybe for the full book recap for this book, we'll do it high. Why? Why not? Just for fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll talk we'll about it. We'll get so stoned and do stoned book club. That seems like... A bad idea. I think it would be hilarious. And then but like we'll a do, very good bad idea. Maybe on like the Monday we'll do stoned book club and then we'll come back on Friday and do it for real. No, we'll react to our own book club. <laughs> uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah watches high every week. That's the right way to do it. Love it. Path of Dankers. Path of Dankers. I think I, I we could do a double we could do a double double uh, book club in a week and do it high first and then come back and be like we accomplished nothing, so let's actually get this shit. Sure. Let's get the work done. That would be sure. Why not? Uh, if if you want that to happen when this video is done, go leave a comment on the video so we, that we know that if people are actually would watch that nightmare of a train wreck. Um, um so Tom Ains is the best. Yeah, uh, the Tom Ben and the Red Hand is, is awesome. They're probably gonna say Murindy, which is a little sad, but I, I'm kind of glad because I don't want them in the fight with Tarvalon because I don't want them to die because they're my boys. Um, yeah. My boy, look what you did to my boy. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the back, the trumpets are like. Um, the other big thing is that uh, Gwen is like any woman who wants to be ice to die and can channel can be ice to die, and all of the women's nips get really hard and they come up to her and they're like, "Can I become an ice to die?" And she's like, "They're like, so wait, yeah. do you actually like me in that?" And she's like, "Yeah." 
And that that's the only thing anyone ever wants to talk to her about because mm-hmm. everyone else is like trying to pretend that she's not the Emerald Sea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the nerdy slurdy book club. Oh, Thank you for that super chat, Thank you for the super chat. Uh, and so um, they they leave, mm-hmm. and we get into chapter eighteen, um, which is called a peculiar calling, and I got real excited because I turned the page mm-hmm. on my. I didn't really turn the page. I swiped right or swiped left on my Kindle app on my iPad. Uh, which is how I read, um, because black, I, I guys, I, I don't know what this is, and maybe there's other dyslexics who feel this way, but white text on a black screen is easier for me to read than black text on a white screen, and I don't know why. Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of people who found that. It's very strange. It's not just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, that's a thing. But like now that I read on my Kindle, like I own all these real books, and I'm like, but it's so much easier to read on my iPad because I can black screen it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it also helps that I like dark mode. Oh, a Google Calendar. Can you add dark mode for Google Calendar, please? That'd be nice. Thank on you. On desktop. I know that I have it on my phone, but for fuck's sake, every other <laughs> app on my fucking computer is in dark mode. And then I go to Google Calendar. You're like, why? Because we can share it, and it just burns my retinas. Um, so I got really excited when I turned over to chapter 19. Uh-huh. Because the chapter icon is five dice... I was like, oh, my God, maybe Matt isn't dead. Matt's nope. not in this fucking chapter. Do you think Matt's going to be in this book? I, I don't, actually. Yeah, I think that this, this is going to be no. the Perrin um, This is when Perrin four. disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, we also, um, uh, Egwene did talk to, and, and I didn't write down <coughs> his <coughs> name, but one of the Andor- Andorians? Andorans? Perry Wolf says it's clinically proven that white text on a blue background is the easiest to read. I think that you just read your sex stories on xnxx.com. What? What? That was a that was a deep internet cut from like ten years ago. There's a there's a porn site called xnxx.com. And it's it's blue. blue. And there's like a sex story section. You can read like fan fiction sex stories, but it's white text on a blue background. Oh, alright, sure. Uh... guys, I am terminally online i know shit about the internet i that was you here not when the internet began All and right. i will be here when the internet dies okay, in like boomer. 2025 because elon musk crashes it into the ground fucking <laughs> got a boomer over here um um he, no uh Egwene talks to and and i've forgotten his name now but the guy who um uh might try and potentially steal the throne from elaine they have like a really weird interaction um, Wait, what? The the guy, there's a guy from Andor mm-hmm. that um, Egwene meets like right close to the end, I think. What's his name? Um. Oh, I didn't write their names down. Sorry, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy where like he like is like trying to avoid her so hard. Um. You okay? I was trying to figure out where this happens in the book but um but yeah yeah there's a little bit of drama with uh, uh the the throne i think that elaine's not gonna find it as easy as she won't and then rand will show up and be like everybody shut up she's queen and they're gonna be like oh that's right you have superpowers and you're basically like right right right, right, right. Jesus. yeah never mind never mind sorry jesus told us that elaine is queen um chapter 20 no, chapter 19. 19. The law. Chapter 18 was where the Tommy's conversation happened. I forgot that. Yeah. yeah. I was getting ahead of my self. <laughs> oh, my God. We're doing so well. Samantha A, nerdy smoking is sick. You know I can't smoke. 
<laughs> you know I can't. I smoked for two and a half weeks for Martin Scorsese one time, and I will never smoke again. Only for Martin Scorsese I and did it, nobody I, else. I did it to work with Martin Scorsese. It was the best two and a half weeks of my life, and I will never smoke again. Um, Valid. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> I was there when the mountains were newborn and oceans virginal. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oceans <laughs> I do. I. I'm. I'm a little bit concerned at how many people in our chat are like, "Oh, I got that XNXX reference," and I'm like, "Oh God!" Like we're all Robert Jordan. Robert heathens. Jordan's books would collect a bunch of heathens. Oh yeah, yeah. To the fan base, a thousand percent. I actually wrote down a note here <coughs> that like the the best part about a novel that always like fades to black for like sex scenes mm-hmm. is that there could be fornicating anywhere. It's great. There's like, well, cause there's, there's moments in here where I'm like, this could have definitely gone further than you implied and you just, you're not going to write about it. So that's the best part is that it's actually plausible because there's, we don't get to see the actual smut. Um, what? Wait, what the fuck? What? Are you guys, you're not. What? What? What's wrong? Is Kevin Conroy dead? Uh... All right, maybe not. Um... <sighs> oh fuck! Sorry. Um... Yeah, maybe book club's not the best time to uh, to to drop some news like that. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I um. I, uh, wow, that was very sudden. Mm-hmm. You okay? Yeah, give me a minute. I'm, I'm going to be right back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, for sure. All right, so we are... God damn it. So, we get into, uh, chapter... Which are we? 19? The Law. <laughs> um... Which we finally actually get uh, the payoff <laughs> from this whole um, debacle that we've been having with Egwene. Where we're like, I know you have a plan. And I know you keep saying not yet. You know, you're going to put Ramonda and Lelaine in their places. Um, we're we're going to put them in their places. And... Uh, and it's gonna be it's 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 gonna be great. And so we've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for this since Egwene was made Amulet. So uh, for a while now, because Ramonda and Lelaine, you know, walk all over her, and she's like, "Not yet." Um, so uh, we get um, they travel back across the lake that they probably should have like fallen through um, because you know weather. And, um, yeah, Gareth Bryan is like, I'm going to stay with you. And Egwene's like, no, I am fine. Um, so she's going to, uh, call the hall to sit, uh, right away. Um, which, like, I know before we joked about that it could be an email, but, um, uh, this one definitely could not have been an email. Um, so, Egwene sits down. And, of course, Ramanda and Lelaine try and take over. They're like, I have some things I would like to bring to the table. And Ramanda's like, yeah, fuck you, Lelaine. I'm going to fuck you up. And Egwene's like, okay, so here's the deal. We need to declare war on Aleda. And everybody's like, "Uh, what do you mean declare war on a person? Like, we don't don't do that. 
Um, and Egwene is like, uh, calls on one of the, um, one of the Browns, I think it was. And I, I don't have her name here. Good. Uh, Takima. Uh, Egwene is like, Takima, uh, that's, or no, one of the other girls is like, Takima, is, is that true about the, sorry, sorry guys, I, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I can't really put into words how much, uh, Kevin Conroy means to me. Um, especially recently with him coming out, uh, of the closet and, um, I, uh, he's just my Batman. Like that, when I think about Batman, that is it for me. And so that was just a lot to, um, be live and see and, and not know how to, I, I'm going to process that later today. Yeah. I, I want to finish book club and I want to have a good time and we're, we're going to joke around and we're going to make sex jokes and it's going to be dumb. Um, and I'm going to take some time. Um, I, I'm going to take some time with that later today for myself because uh, that is, um, that's a lot for me. Uh, he is truly one of my heroes mm-hmm. in ways. Um, I, I, I just, I can't like, I don't know. Uh, so many of my favorite things in the world particularly in the DC world, he voiced. And I, um, I, I, I love that man. Mm-hmm. And then when he came out last year, it was it was just such a moving and, and incredible thing to learn that this man who I revered so much was also queer like I am. And um, so, yeah, that was just very surprising. And I just needed a second to go blow my nose. Um, and I'm going to be okay. And we're going to get through the show. And then I am going to go sit in my brand new, very comfy chair and um, play Batman Arkham City. Uh, Jason Trainer, thank you for being a member for eight months. Um, Welcome back to the nerd table. Yeah. We appreciate um, you. For those of you who don't know who Kevin Conroy is, uh, Kevin Conroy started voicing uh, Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne, in um, 1992, the same year I was born, in Batman the Animated Series. Uh, and he went on to voice Batman for like 27 years, I think, mm-hmm. um, right up until Arkham Knight, I believe was the last thing he voiced, but he might have voiced something after that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember dates very well. Um, he is the definitive superhero in my mind. He's, he's, he's Bruce Wayne in every way. And, um, I just, I have loved him for so long. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that's one of those voices that has lived in my brain since before I have memories. And he means a lot to me. And that is very sad. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm okay. Uh, because, uh, at the end of the day, I, I still have uh, all of the art and amazing things that he created. So uh, he'll live on in me, and I, I, you know, I'll try and do him proud. Of course. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, that is insane. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Gwen, uh is in this... Call, she calls the hall again. This yep. time, could not be an email. This was very important. That's what I uh, said. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was in the other room. No, you're, and, you're all good. Um, she uh she's basically like the law of war is such and Takima's like it yeah, what, is what she said and Egwene's sitting there like Takima you better keep your slutty mouth shut for like 30 more seconds and Takima's yeah. sitting there like I could ruin all of this but like she's I was like I know what you're doing I like Takima here I was like I don't know who the fuck you are but you immediately became very interesting to me because I think Takima's like Takima wants to go to war well, she, I think she realizes, like, the necessity, right? Like, she doesn't really hold much, like, power or sway in her, uh, in, in, towards herself, right? Um, She, like, she's just doing her best. And she sees what Elaine is, tr- or Egwene, fuck, is trying to do. And is like, oh, okay, I'm going to let this just play out. 
Um, and uh, so she's like, all right, who's declaring war? And we get a list of who's sitting up and who or standing up and who's sitting down. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, one of them has an outburst. It starts with an M as well, I think. Um, Moria. Moria, yeah. She's the like, mine! They call her a mine! And she's like, oh, guys, like, come on. Seriously, Elena needs to go. Just stand up. Let's get this done with. Like, you know, don't be don't be stupid, stupid. Um, Arzu, thank you so much for that super chat. Um, appreciate it. You guys sound sanchin. Oh. oh, they've been watching us at 1.7 <laughs> one... speed to catch up. Yeah, so now we have the, like, slow, slurry speech. Yeah, I feel that. Um, um, and so, so... They, thank you, Arish, Arzu. Um, they stand. They get, like... Yeah, because they don't know that once, uh, once, like, once they get to, like, the budget reconciliation number, they don't need to get to the full 60 to pass in the Senate. They only have to get to the budget reconciliation number. Yes, it's midterms week. Yes, we're talking about politics right now. Uh, Americans will know what that is, and everyone else is going to be like, budget, what is a budget reconciliation number? Um... <laughs> So once they get the lesser consensus, yeah. because it's a declaration of war, they don't mm-hmm. actually need the greater consensus. Any consensus is enough, which is the budget con- reconciliation joke. I'm very funny and I'm topical. Um, <laughs> uh, and so they're like, well, you're not going to get to the greater consensus number. And Egwene uh, is like, Takima, show them how big my dick is. And Takima's like, yeah, th- we're going to war. And everyone is like, Fuck. Yeah, Egwene is basically like, Somewhere, all right. <laughs> Henry Cavill walks in, in Geralt of Rivia makeup, and he's like, fuck. And then leaves. And then walks out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have this moment where Egwene is like, so basically, I'm the boss now. I don't have to play your stupid games. Show some proper respect. You've been, uh, you know, you've been very um, rude, basically. Uh, she's like, I am the Amaralyn. Now you have to listen to me. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, pew, 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 pew. And she like, uh, just, you know, shows them all up, which is great. I thought it was an awesome parallel to Elaine's similar moment uh, with the Aes Sedai in uh, Ebu Dar. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like similar, but not like the same. No, I agree. I think we're, we're seeing these young women become women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're stripping the young off of their their titles there. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that. It's it's making them much more interesting characters. Yeah. Uh step, step thank you for joining the narcs. To the nerd table, we appreciate it. Um and so yeah, they're going to war. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, basically the Amberlin gets to make all the decisions now. And Takima starts weeping. Yeah. Do you think she's weeping because she knows that she let this happen? No, she is weeping because she knows she's gonna get a spanking. I don't think so. I think Egwene's going to protect her for doing <laughs> Egwene's dirty yeah, work Yeah, but she, right now she sees Ramonda and Lelaine as being, like, a threat to probably her safety. Uh, and you know that's I mean? where we leave off with Egwene. That's yeah. the, that's all we get from her. Great. Great moment to leave yeah. off on, honestly. Do you think the Siege of Tarvalon is the big end of the book? <sighs> Do you think we're going to jump ahead by a full month by the end of this book? I mean, it's been... There's a week between that and the end of the oh, rant section. Um, Delana, I think, is the one who vomited behind the bench. Because Halima's outside, like, watching, and Delana literally yeah, yeah. throws up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because, like, you would think that this is what Halima wants. Mm, for Egwene to be fully enjoyed. I don't know, actually. 
I don't know. It seems very chaotic right now, which seems like the Dark Friends should all be happy. Yeah. Because here's the thing. all It seems like all the Dark One has told them to do is let there be chaos. So I'm like... That we've seen. Th- that's super easy. Yeah. Like, if I was a, if I was one of the first again, I'd be like, my job is so easy. I would just go around, travel, and kill, like, every king on the same day. Mm-hmm. What could possibly more, be more chaotic than if every king in the All world, the world died at the same day? Yeah. Can you imagine if, like, Biden... Like Xi Jinping, Putin, if they all just died one day, like the the it would be it would be absolute chaos. Oh, it would be it would be insane. The yeah. market would crash. Yeah. Right. Like e- even if just because I was I was watching this like documentary about um what would happen if the president were to die in modern times because mm-hmm. it's happened in the past but it hasn't happened in you know since I think JFK was last president to be assassinated mm-hmm. in office and they were like the stock market would crumble. Like, there would be a run on the banks because oh, everyone would freak out. Yeah, it would be an absolute nightmare. Um, And it would just be, I'm like, if I was one of the, if I was one of the, the dark ones, I, if I was a Forsaken, I'd be like, I can, chaos, that's easy. Yeah. Chaos is very, like, stability is hard. Chaos yeah. is easy. Yeah. But chaos is a ladder. Um, chapter that's 20, easy. Into Andor, we're with Nynaeve. Who's already in Andor, so I don't know why it's into Andor, because they went into Andor Well, yeah, they're, they're at the, um, yeah, yeah. But um, Nynaeve heals everybody. She's like, pow, 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 pow. You're not hurt. You're not hurt. You're not hurt. My favorite is the one of the yellows, is like, calls Nynaeve's weaves, like, sloppy or something like that. And she's like. And she's like, I fucking healed Stilling. I know. Shut up. I know. Learn from me, woman. Nynaeve is going to, like, heal the, the taint. Off of Sidon. And the yellows are still going to be like, well, you know, you could have been a little bit tighter. Yeah. um, Sloppy. Sloppy work. Like. <laughs> it's like when former NFL players are watching the Super Bowl and the team wins the Super Bowl and they're like, well, you know, the defense could have been a little bit tighter. Like and this. I'm like, they won yeah, the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so uh, they go into the Elaine's family estate. Mm-hmm. Um. And the people, the poor people living there are like, what, what do we do with 200 people? <laughs> no warning. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. And yeah. Elise is like, don't worry about it. I don't even need to know where I am. I will organize this shit. Get shit And together. 20 minutes later, everyone's asleep. And she's like. "My, uh, I loved the moment where um, the, the nobles are all like sitting around the fire or whatever. <sighs> um, and she comes over. She's like, I meant it when I said that the last people who are ready to go have to do what uh, the dishes, I think it is. And they're all like, oh, okay. And then they, the next day, their packs are like far less large because they like leave a bunch of their extra like silk dresses behind because they're like, oh shit, I don't actually need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, I uh, I think it's I think it's very I think it's wild. I think it's very fun. I think Elise should be running all of Rand's estates. Like Elise should be Rand's uh-huh. right hand woman because yeah, everything would be fine. Yeah, yeah everything would be fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they they stay the night there. A lot of the women are like, I'm not sleeping in the barn. And then Elise looks at them and they're like, Yes, ma'am. Oh, I've always wanted to sleep on straw. I wonder what that feels like. Uh, and um, we also know that um, they're not getting anywhere with the uh, with the dark friend with the Black Aja. Yeah, no, but they keep torturing her. Which yep, is like, they're still torturing uh, her. America. And, yeah. Um. Uh, and so uh, she uh, Elaine is out, you know, just examining terrain mm-hmm. and uh, 
she's being really careful with them, but then she examines one and then she wakes up hours later and no one will tell her what happened. The rod, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what ha- what happened? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I want to know. I want, it is rude for Robert Jordan to keep that from us. Because I'm like, okay, but. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like. It's like Chainsaw Man not telling us what the prank that they pulled on Aki is. Rude. You know I, I know. Mean? I know. Um, no. She's like, okay, maybe I'll wait to study these until I have some, like, privacy so I don't um, embarrass myself Which makes again. me think that she, like, used it as a vibrator in front of everyone. I'm like, yeah, what I'm happened? Like, that- of course it's the dildo rod that, like, made you, like, forget what you did. I'm like, oh, god damn it. So they start traveling across the country, uh, and it's going pretty well, except for the fact that they changed the weather, and now there's snow everywhere, and it's cold. And so Avienda busts out a bag of jewels. And she's uh, she uh-huh. buys everybody wool, um, blankets and stuff to make bl- jackets Cloaks out of. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone and Elaine's like, "Hey, uh, where'd you get those jewels?" And <laughs> Avienda's like, "She's like, Rand tricked me." I was like, "What? What do you mean? I Rand tried, tricked me?" I'm I, like, "Okay." I liked the bringing up though. She's like, um, "I tried to buy my toe, which is the least honorable way to do it, as you know." I and know, Elaine's yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, yeah, of course I know that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, my God, this is so not honorable. So bad. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, And, uh... And Egwene, or sorry, Elaine is like, I don't really want to know the details of this, because, I don't know, this could be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, does Elaine think that they're butt plugs that Rand gave her? Like, I, I don't know. Um, But so, yeah, it's the, it's the, the jewels from... Everything comes back in Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. Yeah. And the jewels from Le Mans Sheath, um, they're back. Yeah, and they bought some warm clothes. So, you know, they got put to good use. Which is fucking so funny because Rand thinks about those jewels in the next chapter, or two chapters from now. He's like, God, I wish my sword was cooler. Like, (laughs) I loved it. Or my scabbard, I guess. Well done, Robert Jordan. Well done. That was fun. Um, And uh, Marilyn gets pulled. Renale is like, it's time for me to get my eyes to die. And Marilyn becomes her like personal um, teacher. And oh, then yes, like, yes. becomes She's like, like her lapdog. Fulfill your part of the bargain. And she Marilyn starts trying to get kind of getting treated the same way that the Aes Sedai who are with the Aeol the and Kyrian yeah. are. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, the Aes Sedai, the Aes Sedai are getting humbled left, right, and center. Um, about time. It's about damn time. In a minute, I'm gonna need a cinnamon roll. Oh, do you want to get Cinnabon today? Sure. Yeah. We have to go get groceries, but sure. Yeah, but when we go get groceries, sure, whatever you want. We but like let's go. Let's not go get like Cinnabon. Let's go to Cobb's and get like good cinnamon rolls. Sure. Sure. Yeah, what? we're going to Cobb's. Why not? Um, cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon I'm, rolls. I haven't had one in a very long time. Um, um, uh, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, people are people are worried about Marilyn, blah, 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 but she seems to be taking it okay. Yeah, she, yeah, she's she's yeah. all right. She's she's kind of been cowed a little bit. So, uh, and so the girls go into Telaranariod, uh, and they go to meet with uh, Egwene. And instead of Egwene, Egwene has used the one power. This is cool. I didn't know that they could do this. To leave, to a leave message. messages. Yeah. On the wall that are like, stay in Andor. Do not go anywhere. And then uh, uh, Nynaeve writes 15. Um, and not like, like, like because it's going to take them at least 15 days to get there. Yeah. And I was like, wow. just say like, 
be there in 15. Like, just writing the number 15 doesn't seem particularly helpful, but... Yeah, like, I feel like you could just leave a paragraph if you wanted to. Um, Steg, thank you so much for the super chat. Happy 11th birthday, Skyrim. Oh, man, I'm oh, actually... It's November 11th. Yeah, I'm actually... I, this a little bit of a tangent, but tomorrow I will be doing a charity stream over on Twitch um, to raise uh, funds and awareness um, for uh, pancreatic cancer. So I'm going to be playing Crowd Control Skyrim. So if you want to troll me and have it go to a good cause, um, come over to my Twitch tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Uh, Wheel of Time, thank you so much for that. Super chat, saying Marilyn is a pro method of cunnilingus. I mean, I am very good at cunnilingus. Um, agree or disagree? I'm going to agree with that, yeah. Marriage! Yeah. Um, and that's where we leave off with the Wonder Girls. The, yeah, yeah. We get our boy, Rand. Our boy. We're with Rand for the rest of this, y'all. Yeah, so um, buckle up. Chapter 21, mm -hmm. answering the summons. Rand sends Ashaman everywhere to pick people up. Basically, this whole chapter is just Rand sitting around waiting uh, as the Ashaman go around to different nobles and are like, get in, loser. We're going shopping. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Rand is like, okay, who's the list of people that I don't like and who opposed me and who are plotting against me? Go get all of them so that they can die for me. Yeah. And I was like, that is cold. Yeah. Um, that is fucking cold. And so he gets some Ashaman in, uh, led by Charles Gedwin. And uh, yeah, so he's got a bunch of Ashaman now. And he starts moving towards the mountains uh, and he find, he sets up camp, <laughs> and Lord Weramon is, like, questioning him, and he's like, dude, just shut, shut up. Weramon is shut up. the worst. He's such a dumbass. I want just... him to die, and Robert Jordan is keeping him alive to spite me. Yes. I feel yes. like this is, this is, I feel about Weramon the way I think, like, adults felt in the early 2000s about Jar Jar Binks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I love Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mm -hmm. think Jar Jar is great. Mm -hmm. But I know, but I was also seven when Phantom Menace came out. So, like, I have a nostalgic love for being a child and loving Jar Jar as a child. Yes, absolutely. But, like, if I was, like, 40 and Jar Jar Binks came out, I don't know how like... I'd feel about him. But I think that Wiramon is teaching me how I would have felt about Jar Jar Binks if Jar Jar Binks was new today. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's valid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is the worst. Um, and basically... Wiramon is basically John Ralphio. That's what I said in the reaction. He's the worst. Yeah. Okay. John Ralphio is from a sitcom. What sitcom do you think John Ralphio is from? John Ralphio. Is it a recent sitcom? Yes. It's recent. Okay. Like last, like 2000s sitcom. 2000s. Okay. That rules some of them out. Actually. And, and like big, big popular. Like not like some, like it has seven seasons. It's not like a like two season. Seven seasons. Okay. Okay. So that's not how I met your mother. Mm-hmm. Which you, you would know, like... Uh, that's the thing, as I feel like I probably would have known. Is he, like, the and main character? And it's one that character? I watch, so you know it's not Friends. You watched it. Yes. It's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. With seven seasons. I yeah. don't... Guys, I don't watch sitcoms. Um, What came out in 2000? I literally... I. It is one of the biggest sitcoms of the last 20 years. Really? Because yeah. I can't think of a goddamn one. I'm, like, going through the list of sitcoms that I know in my head, and it's Everybody Loves Raymond... It's not that. Seinfeld. Nope. That 70s show. Okay. Friends and How I Met Your Mother are the five sitcoms that I know. Is it Community? No. Okay. Although- Oh, B Parks and Rec? Yes! Yes, she got there. I'm so got proud. It. Got it. Okay. 
We need to watch Parks and Rec. It's so good. I, yeah, I don't really watch sitcoms that oh much. Oh my god. Um, Entertainment 720. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We got um, there. John, yeah, John Raphael is the best character on that show. Not the best. Ron Swanson is the best character on that show. Um, but uh, proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Process of elimination. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like every time we do this show, I give you like an SAT test. On very useful things that I definitely should know. Um, so yeah, Rand, Rand is like, fuck the Sanchin, we're gonna go kick their ass, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's not gonna, he's not telling anybody what they're doing or where they're meeting, he just gathers everybody and then he fucking portals them away. I'm like, alright, mm -hmm. Rand, keep your secrets. Um, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, we also, um. He sends Narishma. Narishma brings him a package. Giggity. Giggity. Um, and Rand is like, wow, I can't believe I trusted him to do this thing. And if you watched our reaction, I was like, okay, what do you think this package is? Yes. And I was like, I felt like the, my first instinct was Kalendor, but I was like, I don't think Rand would like trust anybody to do that and like get those wards. And I, I was also like, when I thought of a package, I didn't think like a package. I thought like a package, especially because he keeps it under his saddle. Like it's like under his leg. Yeah. I was like, so it's, it's campy. That's too big. But I was fucking right. And I want that to be known. <laughs> Yeah, so Rand um, pulls everyone together. I'm not gonna do what Robert Jordan did and say all of the people who came together. Yeah, we're not God gonna damn. list them and tell you where they're standing and where they move to. I, this, I'm not gonna lie. The next four chapters could have been exciting. Could have been one chapter. Seriously. I, I'm not gonna lie, chat. This might be a controversial opinion, but I did not enjoy this battle. Because the way that Robert Jordan spent four chapters repeating information about the same characters over and over again, I got I got bored here. And I, it was unfortunate because I think that the battle at the end of this was really interesting and like big. Yeah. But Robert Jordan's writing here really got in the way of my enjoyment of it personally. Yeah. yeah. Because by the time the fighting started, the the amount of repetitive like he repeats information about Weramon so many times in these next four chapters and Sunamon and like it, it just it got it got tedious the thing that's built up well that I think is good is the like weirdness around um Sidon mm -hmm. like I think that that you know having that told over the length of time was kind of necessary but yeah the re the repetitive nature of where everybody's standing and who they're next to is like yeah, you know, what and I mean? who's like, looking like the 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 paragraphs of who is looking at who? I'm like, oh, oh, okay, this is gonna matter when they get to the fighting, and then it didn't. And I think the biggest problem I have with a lot of the description of these chapters is that it, like, there are whole descriptions of like, oh, these two people do not like each other, but then those the POVs of their fighting never comes about. And so I was like, well, then why yeah. why did we spend all this time with the the setting up that those two people don't like each other if we, because we don't get into all five of the battles, right? There's yeah. essentially, because the, the eventual plan is that Rand sends five pillars to go fight, which is kind of interesting, but then it doesn't get into the individual, like, what each of those pillars is doing, but we spend so much time setting up who's in each pillar that I was like, well, why did we, why? Like, why did we do that if it wasn't going to matter the fighting anyway? Because it just comes down to Rand sends a bunch of people in and then he just fucking nukes them with lightning. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I, I, Robert Jordan managed to take away my 
interest in this battle that I feel like I should have been really interested in. The first time a army meets the Sanchin with the ability to actually fight the Sanchin in all of these books. Yeah, yeah. The first time the Sanchin have been on an equal playing field with another army. And Robert Jordan decides to spend the entire time describing like, well, this person was looking at this person and they held their reins really tight. And then they looked at this person and then they sat and they moved their horse over next to this person. And then this person went down the hill this way. And then this, and I was yeah. like, I, I genuinely don't give a shit. Yeah. And by the time the fighting starts, the fighting is, the fighting comes and goes really fast at the end of endless description here. Yeah. In a way that like Dumai's Wells, if you compare this to Dumai's Wells, Night and day. Yeah, yeah. Dumai's yeah. Wells was... I was sucked in. I felt like I was there for Dumai's Wells. I was so excited. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was being asked to not give a shit this time, which was very surprising to me. There there were... Yeah, there was just too too much bloat, I think, in this... In this, this chunk in particular. I think it could have been condensed a little bit better. But we... You know, we start off where, like... So they travel. They go into the mountains. Rand almost gets killed. Um, cause he can barely keep a hold on, uh, Sidin. So I keep fucking up which one is what. Mm -hmm. Um, um, like he keeps, uh, he, he's having a hard time right now. He gets dizzy, um, when he grabs a hold of the source. And, um, because of that, he ends up holding on to it for like most of this section, um, which is commented on. But, um... Light-blinded fool is saying he's writing that way on purpose from the perspective of individuals in the war, not a bird's eye view. That's fine. It's just not interesting to read. Yeah, and I agree. And, yeah, that's and fine. This is the first time we get the Sanchen against equal footing, yeah. and we never actually get description of what that fighting is like. Yeah, we just get the fog of war, which is fine. I get it. Robert Jordan wants to write the fog of war. Yeah, but in this instance. What I wanted was to understand what it was like for the Sanchin to come up against an army that can actually fight them for the first time. Yeah. And we get Sanchin POV. I would have loved more what the Sanchin feel like being up against an army that they actually are, like, challenged by. Yeah. And like I, I don't feel like I got that. What I feel like I got yeah. instead was chaos. And I, I get that that's what Robert Jordan likes to write, but he's written that so many times now that I'm like, we've, we've done this before. Yeah, We've this had this felt, kind of battle before. Th yeah, this just felt like a weaker, like, it felt like a weaker spot in the stuff that he's written so far, and it just mm -hmm. was less enjoyable. And, like, you know, yeah. it, it that doesn't mean it's bad by any means. Like, you know, the bar is so high with Robert Jordan and all of his stuff because he's done some incredible things that this this was a bit lacking. And, you know, if you enjoyed it, like, that's awesome. I, but we just, it was a bit of a, like, struggle. I feel like Dumai's Wells managed to have the same kind of chaos, mm -hmm. but with, A, with characters that I cared about, which maybe is part of it. Like, I don't really, like, I just want where I'm on to die. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And also, I understood the other side a little bit more, whereas the Sanchin in the, like, I wish the three chapters before chapter 24 had maybe gotten into the Sanchin side a little bit more, so I felt like I understood them. Mirage, great leader, he's dead. He comes and yeah. goes in one chapter. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. He was, yeah, he was there. He, he, I didn't know anything about him, and then he died, so... Yeah, and okay. and the other thing as well is we do have that very final moment with the with the Sanchin about like them mourning, and I do wish like like I feel like mm -hmm. that payoff wasn't as strong as it could have been. Mm -hmm. Um, if we had like focused on individual people in this battle as opposed to like where everybody's <laughs> placed. 
But it's like, but, but everybody's place is only before the fighting starts. Once the fighting starts, like I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think the fog of war. I don't like that as an excuse here, because the the fog of war. Like, well, no, but Robert Jordan doesn't want you to understand what's going on because that's how real fighting is. Sure. That's fine. I like, don't, look, I don't, I, th- I, I just don't think it worked here. Be- I, I think it didn't work for us. I think yeah. Robert Jordan made a conscious choice about this. Like, I definitely wasn't like lazy or unintentional. I think he made a choice with the section that like didn't work as well for us. I feel like for some people it probably does. Uh, but like, yeah, this, this section in particular I thought was, was a little bit lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremiah, thank you for that super chat. Um, I yeah, I think some of this goes back to an earlier mention of skipping the editing process. I I agree. A little bit. I, I here's the thing. Mm-hmm. All right, if you only had the descriptions at the beginning of chapter twenty four, I wouldn't mind it. It's yes. the fact that twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three leading into twenty four yeah. are also just descriptions. Yeah, it, and it's repeat. It's about the same character. That's what. That's what I mean. This section. These couple chapters felt like they could have just been a smaller condensed chapter. And I think yeah. you still could have effectively gotten the scale of the ground that they're covering. Yeah. You could have definitely effectively set up that the Sanchin think that there's a bunch of people out there, but it's actually just one group traveling, right? Mm-hmm. I think you could have still set up that the side-in feels, like, off um, in in a shorter, uh, uh, in a smaller number of words. Um, yeah. Because it yeah. just... It, once the fighting starts, it does get good. The Davron Bashir stuff is real good. Bashir is the goat. The guys. the um, I, who brought it up? I think it was um, someone brought it up in chat. The the guy who fights the oh uh, light blind fool. The description of the Ashman meat grinding the hundred soldiers like that section really cool. So ripped there's these shreds, little pockets, literally ripped to shreds. I was like, there's these little pockets once the fight actually starts, but it's just like it takes four chapters to describe that they're going there. That that it just I was like. Yeah, the getting oh, there man. was, was a, a little bit rough, unfortunately. And Path of Daggers um, is one of the shortest books, and this is the first book where I'm like, you could cut a lot out of this. We already know who Aramon is. This section, we yeah. Are, like, we've already, we've met these people. Mm-hmm. But we do, <clears throat> the, we do have a great moment where we actually see um, Dashiva uh, being like, Let's 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 get Not, to that when we get there. Okay, cool. Sorry, that's the... we have we have three. Let's let's get through the three chapters. Okay. We've talked about it a lot. Let's we will get to the Deshiva moment. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have to start with uh, chapter twenty-two, mm-hmm. Gathering Clouds, where um, an assassin tries to kill Rand. Yeah, Pedros Aegon, mm-hmm. um, which sounds kind of like Pendragon, which was interesting to me. Yeah. Um, uh, he tr- he tries to kill Rand in the woods, and he almost succeeds. Like Rand, because yeah. Rand, Rand sends off his people s- to fight. So, smaller bands he's having a tough time rand is like riding the struggle bus mm-hmm. um and i think that we do really see that here and why things get so out of hand yeah um uh, rand is losing it he gets dizzy when he grabs the sight in mm-hmm. now we talked about this and you were like do you think that's because of what happened with the bowl yeah. or do you think that's because of the madness and the taint and i'm i really hope we find out this yeah. is a mystery that i i don't want to wait books to find out what the fuck's going on with the one power yeah because it's honestly it's gone on as long as I find it. Like, like the Rand using Kalendor, mm-hmm. that is the climax of the mystery. Mm-hmm. If the if it continues to be a mystery, there's not going to be a second climax within the mystery. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. We've reached as we've reached the most interesting moment about Sidon and Sidar being sick. Reveal the information now. Yes, yes. The, it, it, it will never get more interesting as a mystery than Rand using Kalendor and killing all of his friends. Yes, I hope it is in this section somewhere. 
Um, even if it's even if it's not the full picture, mm -hmm. at least like you know, please give us something. Um, Topher, thank you for that super chat. Uh, this is one hundred percent Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Chaotic. Don't know where your enemies are. Friendly fire. Lots of casualties, but not much accomplished. Sure, but but yeah. as a reader, what I get is the not much accomplished at the end of it. And I yeah. want to start. Here's the problem. We're Robert Jordan has just better done a better job of this previously. But but we're in book eight. Yeah. We need to start a like if this is just going to be chaos for the next seven books. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to get frustrated with that. And I want things to get accomplished. I want to feel like we're headed towards some resolutions and we're not just spiraling out of control. And some and the way that this chapter is written, it feels more like the second than the first. Yeah. A lot of chaos happened. And that's mm -hmm. awesome. And like, I, I loved reading parts of it. But I, I want to feel like we're headed somewhere. And sometimes I don't. Yes. And like, I, and some, and there's, a, there's just so many dangling threads right now in the stories that there's so many things that I want answers to that by the time I'm, I'm worried that by the time we get some of those answers, I'm going to have lost interest in it. Like, I don't, I actually don't give a shit who killed Asmodian anymore. Because it it's been it's been you know so far I mean? away, yeah. We're like, yeah, he's dead. There, the resolution of that it. does not matter. It's been th four books, yeah. And I'm I'm a little concerned that some of these dangling threads are going to be left dangling for so long that the resolution of them won't give me that like, oh, awesome, we resolve that. Because it's just kind of like we're getting we're I'm 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 a lost sometimes. Yeah. And Robert Jordan's writing is still so strong and his character work is so good mm -hmm. that like I love these books. I'm still invested, but there's just there's little things where I'm like, end things before you start new ones. Yeah. Yeah. He we we introduced Ket Swain a, over a book ago now, and she's been in like four chapters. You know what I mean? And so there's just, there's there's things where, like, there is so many different things going on. Min hasn't been in this book at all, right? There's a lot going on. And I just wish that I could feel... So so when we get to a chapter like this where there's this big war scene that's chaotic and isn't really about anything. And, and like, we're just learning about all of these side characters who we spend so much time describing them so they just die. Yeah. And they don't really matter. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but like we could have spent the 40 pages that I just spent reading about how this guy rides his horse on resolving things that you've left dangling for four books. Yeah. And like that's where sometimes I just get a little bit like oh, yeah. with this. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And and so it's tough. It's tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot. They're, they're introducing a lot more. And then when it gets to the fucking Sanchen guy just naming regiments in the Sanchen army, I was like... I liked... I here's the thing. I really liked I having the perspective of this section from a couple of the Sanchen. Mm -hmm. I just... Yeah, I think there was too much extraneous information in it that it's like, no, I, I, I want this part to get to the point of it. Yeah. Like, you know, like... Having that perspective to tell me what's going on was really cool and, like, what they thought about it. And, you know, and their opinions of the, like, Terraboners. But, like, yeah, who's standing where and talking to who and wearing what is, is yeah. When we get to it, the Rockin', learning about the Rockin' culture is really interesting because yeah. the way Robert Jordan writes it, mm -hmm. there is a point of view about the Rockin', right? Yeah. It means something. Yeah. When he, when the guy, um, when Mirage starts just naming a list of regiments within the Sanchen, it doesn't... I was like... But it doesn't mean anything. There, yeah. There's no perspective on, like, which ones are good, which ones are bad. There's no... It, it doesn't come up in the fighting. And so it's just a list of words that have no meaning to me. Yeah. Right? 
If you're going to list things off, I have to understand a little bit about what they are and why they're different. It goes back to the sentence that I hated last week of it, uh, the it, it, channeling when you're tired is different than other times is a bad sentence because, and guys, I, I want to be clear, you are describing one experience against others without giving context on in what way it is different. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Robert Jordan just writes things that are existing in his head. And I think that he has a really, I think it's really solid in his head what it is. Yeah. But they're just things that don't mean anything to me. They're fantasy words that I don't have any perspective on. Yeah. And like, yeah, maybe they'll come back, but I think a lot of these characters, a lot of these people just die. So I'm yeah. like, oh, you gave me a list of, I don't know what those are. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I legitimately don't know what those are. Yeah. A lot of those people are dead. And that's fine. But yeah, we, we get to the point where Rand and his group over the next, I think, five days are traveling around so much and taking out uh, all these groups of Sanchen that mm -hmm. like um, the, that the, what's his name? Um, Mirage. Yeah. Thinks that there's thousands and thousands of, of men out there and, and is very confused as to how they got into them, like how they got past the patrols to get into the mountains. Um, Arzu Keshefapur, thank you for that super chat. Thank um, you so much. I don't blame you for your frustration. I remember my first read spending the whole of Path of Daggers just wondering where the maidens are and being sad they missed out on the battle. It gets better. Next book is my favorite. Can't wait. Ooh, exciting. Um, let's, let's finish this assassin moment. Yep. Uh, so Rand um, channels um, when he's being shot at. He he doesn't channel in time, though. And then he just vomits everywhere because the, the sickness is wild. Yeah. Um, he's not well. But he... Uh, yeah, but he's he's on it. Uh, who do you think gave a uh, Aegon Pedros? Oh, it's oh what? I thought it was Pedros Egan. It's Aegon Pedros. But my when I read it, I read Pendragon, oh. and so I thought it was the other way around. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know how I read it wrong, and then in my notes got it right. Uh, anyway, um. So the uh who do you think who do you think paid Aegon uh Aegon. to kill uh Rand? I thought that there was a note from uh, Oh no. There are, okay, I remember They now. think that it's Aleda. Yeah, because there's a bunch of Tarvalon gold in his pocket, yeah. which is obviously a fucking runaround. There's no way that like the, that Tarvalon is like, yes, kill him and we're going to give you all Tarvalon money. Like that's... Well, and... and but Sheer is like, like, I have Tarvalon, I have Tarvalon money. gold. It doesn't matter. Guys, Rand, um, Rand is rich because he's plundered money from seven countries. Like he's yeah. going to... The, their currency situation is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I... Do you I, think they have ex exchange rates? Oh my God. I mean, here's the thing. It could be Alviarin or one of the Forsaken. Like it, it, like this guy could be a dark friend. Um... I don't know. I feel like it's someone closer. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's someone close. I think it's someone within Rand's company right now. Maybe it's one of the, Maybe it's the Ashaman. Weramon might be so fucking annoying to hide that he's actually brilliant. And, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weramon being this fucking annoying, and that would be a delicious twist. If it turns out that Weramon's actually just, like, trying to kill Rand, but he's being so, like, I'm going to be all bluster so that no one suspects me. That would actually make him a real cool character. That would be fun, yeah. yeah. Blue, I, thank you for five memberships. Blue, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I um. I, I think it might be one of the Ashman. Because they're the, they're the, the who, who mm. knew that Rand was going to teleport to that spot? Or could, like, tell somebody. Like, how no, was Pedro's he just was there? 
was with them, but yeah, I thought Rand Agen went Padros first. Was, Agen Padros was with... No, 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 this is... Because he's an... He, yeah. Because doesn't Rand go through first? Mm. I I would need to reread the whole section to know. I thought they were already there, but maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe an Ashman. Yeah, I'm smash that like sure. button, people. Yeah, yeah, smash that like button. Yeah, if Let's you're go. here, if you're here and you haven't liked the video yet, it's a it's free. Just it's free. Just give it a little click. It's a little tap. <laughs> um. So uh, we cut over to a Sid Bakun. Uh, yeah, I guess that was... Who is, uh, one of the Sanchin. Um, I don't know how you say Acid Bakun in a southern accent, so that is going to be interesting for the show to do. Acid Bacon. Oh my god. Ass Bacon. My buddy Ass Bacon over here. Mm. Uh, and he is, uh, he's leading some Taraboners, he's leading some Sanchin, and he has some Domain, but the Domain are in their tent... Uh, because they're they're sick or some shit. Well, they're yeah yeah the the one like the one domain was sick and oh no she's fine now. Thank you, thank you for that super chat. Stig. Nintendo crossover twist. Weramon is actually going to be one of the new Pokemon in Pokemon it, Scarlet and Violet. Is a Pokemon? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Next yeah, Friday, yeah. I will be catching a Weramon and I will let him die in every fight. I will I love it. resurrect him to die over and over again because I that. hate him. Um, and we learn a little bit about the Rockin. Um, yeah. Uh, Aerosmith's Rockin' roller coaster. Um, and uh, really cool. I liked, I liked the dive into the rock in here. I thought yeah. it was really cool to learn about like their culture, about how there's like an age limit. So like you age out of being allowed to fly. And we meet this character later on. Who's like, he's, he believes in the Sanchin. He's fighting for the Sanchin, but he's kind of like pissed that he aged out. Yeah. Like there, that was such a big, and this is where learning about Sancho was great. Right. It was in this like cultural stuff that meant so much. Yeah. Because I, I felt bad for the guy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like you're flying your whole life pilots? There's a, you, there's an age limit for pilots, right? You can't be a commercial pilot past a certain age. Yeah. And can you imagine like all you love is flying. You just love flying planes. And then one day you just turn in you, your, your age, you hit that next number and you can fly just as good as you could yesterday. But you hit the number. And so that thing that you love is taken away from you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was a really cool beat. And yeah. I, I really loved this bit. Yeah, yeah. Giving the Sanchin something a little more like relatable. Yeah. Because right now mm-hmm. they're just evil. <laughs> to, to our character's perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to my real world perspective, because like their culture is very slavery and I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, um, And yeah, I just, I, I love this bit with the Rockin'. I thought it was really freaking cool. Perry, Perry Wolf. Wolf, thank you oh for gifting 10 God. memberships. So many people at the table. We're going to need a bigger table. We're going to need, yeah, so many nargs at this table. It's Gosh, a good thing damn. we It's a good thing we have a new place because we, we have more like room for activities. We have more, yes. Yeah. yeah. Blue can't have all the fun. <laughs> thank you so much, Perry Wolf. Thank you, guys. Oh it's my nice gosh. seeing so many green names in the chat. It is very nice. I love it. You love to see um, it. So, yeah, uh, I love this system that they have. The, the Rockin' Riders are incredible yeah because there is a a bendy pole that's very tall and the rock and rider swoops down drops down and is hanging from the claws of its dragoon i know and it uh, like basically like attaches a message to a carabiner mid-flight i know and then climbs back up and i was like i would have so much anxiety every time i watch this happen yeah like my oh my god can you imagine watching someone 
climbing around. It's bad enough watching someone holding onto a saddle and a dragon, but like watching someone climb down their dragon, have to hook a carabiner and then climb back up all at the same time. Oh my God, Blue, thank you. I was you. like, God damn, this is so cool. Blue, thank you for 10 memberships. Blue, what the fuck? thank you so much. Oh my God, wow. Um, Guys, y'all. Yeah, just God really damn. cool. Uh, wow, um, Blue, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So many members, guys. Everyone's so gonna many be, members. Everyone's going to be a member by the end of the show. Um, Alex, thank you for that uh, super Thank you for that super chat. chat. Nurse rotation is very much understandable. The book is part of the slog for a reason, though. I See, I don't agree with the slog. But we're going to get more into the slog once... I, I, I want. We're going to do a whole book club about whether the slog exists when we finish the series. Yeah, and I think, I think my ultimate answer is going to be no. I think it's going to have to be something that we have... We, we can't have a perspective on until we're outside of it. Yeah. But I think that ultimately it's going to come down to Robert Jordan has Robert Jordanisms. And at, there's a point where you start to realize the Robert Jordanisms. Where you notice and them. And you feel them. They, they feel more because you know oh them. Also, she's too, she's too many characters. Um, James Smith, thank you so much for gifting five memberships. Um, but we get the first... Wait, Thank more. you. James yeah. Smith, what are you doing? What's you doing? You guys. I love that Pooh Daddy oh got God. a gifted membership. Thing. Let's go. And Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello <laughs> there. So many good usernames. You guys are slaying it. Love it. Um, wow. Thank you, guys. Um, Holy crap. So, um... We we get the first moment where the Sanchin, uh the, the the Rand's army has moved too quickly on the Sanchin. They don't know what's going on, which mm -hmm. uh, I think was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um... Chapter 23. Oh, enjoy those emotes. Give them a try. Fog of War, Storm of Battle. Yeah, there you get the Narg. You can use the Narg, little Narg in little your Narg. little messages. In your little messages. Um, Ooh, excuse Rand, me. Uh, Rand is overlooking one of the um, initial battles, the pre-battles before the battles. The pre-battle, the um, foreplay battle. That he did not take part in because uh, poor boy's sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go out. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm Boo, gonna sit whore. on my horse. Um, tie that jar. Yeah, he's like, you know what? People can do things for me. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, Rand. Um, for the first time in the, this whole series, Rand does not really participate until the very end of the battle, which is very unlike him because he, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, know he's got on. a little. He's got a little. He's got a little nausea. Oh my god! Wait, Rand has what I had. He gets nauseous. He's it's throwing up. It's smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Oh, my God. Somebody, one of the guys he brought with him is, uh, is a smoker, he's and a he smoker. can't handle it. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Do you think he's... Oh, my God. I hope he doesn't have the diarrhea that I had. <laughs> yeah, because someone's going to have to clean that up. Oh, man. Oh, look. There's so many Polarises in the chat. He's so More cute. emotes when? That's a good question. More emotes soon. We'll work on that. We yeah. need more book club emotes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll figure that what out. Are, what are, like, some... Guys, uh, drop in the chat. What are some Wheel of Time-related emotes that you guys think we need? Yeah. We need a fireworks one. A fire... Yeah. And a horse. We need a Tarvalon one. That's just a vagina. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's against TOS, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a horse and a human, and the human's a little bit ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, uh, Rand brings up Min. He's like, oh, yeah, Min had visions of that guy dying. And I was like, Min, remember Min? That remember Min? Character who I thought was a main character. I miss her a lot. <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah, Aracom. Aracom uh, died and Min foresaw it. Matthew, you think about that super chat? <gasps> the Rockin' are totally Matheny. fine past London to have the groundlings at the Globe Theater throw rotten fruit. <laughs> I, yeah, they, they they started to use the word groundlings, and in my world of uh -huh. uh, improv, 
uh, Groundlings are one of the best improv troops. Or, you know, it's it's if you're in LA and you want to learn improv, yeah. it's either Groundlings or UCB. Mm-hmm. Um, and ground so hearing Groundlings over and over again cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can see in the reaction that we did, we should definitely have a smut corner emote. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody puts smut in the corner. Um, and so uh, Bashir's patrols uh, bring in a bunch of prisoners, and Rand's like, "Let him go." Uh, but keep the women with us. Well, yeah, they're too dangerous. Yeah, but yeah. like, it's also dangerous to like let a bunch of foreign invaders go. Uh, here's the thing: I don't think that any that enough of them survive that they could be a threat. It's a hundred men. Well, Rand just doesn't want to kill them all. I know, but Rand, but like, they're gonna become bandits in Altara. Yeah, like, maybe. here here's my problem with it: Rand just spent all this time going around. Ilian cleaning up bandits. Maybe. And now he's one country over and he's like, nah, nah, leave them to go be bandits. Maybe he's hoping that they'll be like, oh, the dragon spared my life. I'm gonna go join his army. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure. Very optimistic. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's fine. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, this is one of those beats where I was like, I don't, sure. Like, at this point in how many people Rand has killed... For him to be like, no, this is a bridge too far. I was like, all right. Well, sure. I mean, I don't know. Killing people in battle and executing prisoners are do different things. Letting them go to just do whatever they want is not... Like, I, I feel like he needs a better plan than that. I'm not saying he has to execute them. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I, saying, like, Yeah. Letting them plan. go is maybe not the best plan, but yeah. still. Um, yeah. I don't know why that was held. But... <laughs> Wet and the peach emoji. I don't know why that was Because that's coming on an ass. Um, I mean, I know that. You need emotes for Claris is right and nerdy is right for voting. Oh, we need Claris and nerdy emotes. But we can also always do a poll. Yeah. We learned how to do a poll. And Polaris. Polaris is an emote. So you can use that for Claris. That's true. My little little dragon boy. He's in there. Polaris (laughs) is a boy? Yeah. Oh, I thought Polaris was a girl. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I've never checked. You know, I've never like, you know, done the underside. Me neither. Uh, um, yeah, there need there should have been a better plan there. I don't think letting them go or executing them is the best thing. So I don't really know what I don't know what they're supposed to do, but uh, mm-hmm. it. But also, like they're jumping forward, and so they're just letting these guys go behind them. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems dangerous. But um, we cut over to Furik Karid, not to be confused with Kadir. Uh-huh. Let's just swap the R and the D in the name. Yeah, why not? There's too many fucking names in these books. Um, Kareed is moving uh, his people around, uh, trying to um, like gather different outposts together because they're they're getting hit over and over and over again. Um, and he's he's a little he's he's like I feel like uh, we're not hearing what's going on from our scouts very much. Yeah, it's a little concerned. Um, and uh, then they just get attacked. Yep. Dead, more dead people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they kind of just get crushed by the one power here. And uh, the, no warning. Sorry. Boom, boom, boom. Ashendra, thank you so much. Welcome back to the nerd table. Need a hopper and... Oh, red hand. That would be that would be pretty easy. And we to do just a need an F with a big hat and a wolf medallion on it. Oh or a fox medallion. God. Uh, and so, yeah, so Kareed, um, Kareed starts to the retreat. And this is kind of the first time we see the Sancho retreat, which is cool. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, the the Ashaman are just coming at him, and they they don't even know Ashaman exists, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, Rand's like, yeah, my plan is working, <clears throat> and Bashir's like, yeah, we've done some good work here. Time to go home. And mm-hmm. Rand is like, but what if? Now hear me out. Actually, I don't care what you have to say. We're gonna go take Abu Dhar, and I was like, before we get to that, okay. uh, Nalam Nalam yeah. uh, is like, yo, I don't I don't want anyone to think I'm crazy because they will put stuff in my tea. Does anyone else feel like sightings a little weird? Yeah, it's like some funkies going on. Anyone else? Anyone else feel like sightings a little? Rand is like, no, you're dumb. Like <laughs> sightings a little uh, weird. Yeah. Anyone else? No, no, just me. Cool, cool, cool. No. Cool. I'm not. I but but I'm not crazy though. I just I want to be. Just want to be very clear. I'm not going mad. Just Only tea in my little, tea tonight, please. Well, feels a little funky. You know, some funky's going on. Um, we need a tangent emote. Yeah, and Rand is like, yeah, it's sightings ta- tainted. I don't know what. Stop complaining. <laughs> yeah, Rand is like, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, they just, they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And this is where Bashir's like, hey, maybe, um, maybe we should call it. They're yeah, retreating. Maybe, you know, we, we've done some good work here. Let's go home. And Rand is like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Like, Which is the right call, I think, in this case. Really? Yeah. 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 You got to at least push them out of the mountains. If they're still in the mountains, they're a problem. I don't think you, uh, all the way to Abu Dhar, I think is too far. Because you don't know what's waiting for you in Abadar. But I think that you've got, like, the being able to hold the edge of that mountain pass versus having to fight within the mountains, it's going to be so much easier to keep them out of the mountains in the future than it is to continue to fight within, to hold a line within the mountains. Mm-hmm. If you're going to hold a line, it has to be on the other, you have to use the, the edge of the mountains as cover because fighting within the mountains is just so much harder, right? Yeah. But if you can push them out of the mountains entirely, you can set a few scouts and you can hold the mountain wall so much easier than you can hold the middle of a mountain pass. Yeah, yeah. Because you can see, once you have them on the other side of the mountains, you can see them coming from miles, yeah. right? And then you can Ashaman teleport over, blah, blah, blah. This is because he doesn't know what the thing. Once he knows that there's something wrong with in, he should pull out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But at this point, he thinks there's nothing Rand's wrong. Rand's pullout's game weak. His pullout game is weak. Yeah, yeah. And like from a strategic point of view, leaving them to hold the middle of the mountain range and fortify in the mountains while they're on the retreat, getting them on the retreat gives you so many tactical advantages that allowing them to build a stronghold within these mountains makes it just really hard. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Hal, thank you so much for that super chat. 2,782 named characters and they're all super important. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. They're all super important and they all have Very variations of like five names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember so- when Rand killed Brend and took over his... Yeah. Wait, I, I thought our king was named Brend. No, it's Rand. It's a different person. Are you sure? You, sh- you sure? Are we just pronouncing Brend differently? <laughs> so Rand is like, all right, we're going to fuck They don't up even Abadar. have to like and... make new plaques and shit. They just have to scratch a B in front of, or they have to scratch out the B. And they're like, oh, yeah, this was King Brend, but now it's King Rand. We just like, you know, polished out the B. Like, um, and so. Uh, so, yeah, we get to the next chapter because Rand is like, we're going to go take Abu Dhar. Well, but first uh, they get attacked by some Sanchin and Rand loses control of uh, himself and he falls off his horse. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, he's not okay. Yeah. Uh, which is why in the, in the next session we finally get to Dashiva. Yeah, so Bashir comes back and saves him after he's fallen off his horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, the like left, one of his flanks was like mysteriously... Not there because Weramon had like charged forward because Weramon's an idiot. Weramon's and so dumb. they get attacked and Rand Rand's in a little bit of danger because he can't do shit right now. And uh, Bashir saves him and is like, "Let's go home." Mm-hmm. But we're not going to go home. We're going to keep going. 
Yep. Chapter 24, A Time for Iron. You can go watch us react to this. If you're a patron member, you can put this on and listen along with us. Yeah. Um, which is very fun. Mm -hmm. uh, from now on, y'all, I think that's going to be the only version of those audiobook chapters that go out. I don't think we're going to do the edited versions anymore um, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Uh, but we're, I think we're going to keep doing one audiobook chapter a book, uh, and that is going to go up for YouTube members and for patrons as a, a more of a private video uh, for a number of reasons, including like algorithm and also just uh, there um, there a lot of work, and I I, I I don't like the edited versions personally. Um, yeah, it's tough to make a like an interesting video out of it. So yeah, so yeah, we're gonna the watch time on that is bad. Yeah, it's for just... how many hours of work it takes me. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. it's it, it, I I don't think it's it's worth it moving forward. So this will be the last so... public audiobook reaction. But from now on, patrons, you're still getting them, and YouTube members here. Yeah. Blue made like 30 of you uh, today. So uh, you guys will be, there will be like a private members only video for that in the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so we are going to head into uh, chapter 24. Mm -hmm. We actually start with Kenner Mirage, um, which I uh, love his name because Kenner makes the best Star Wars toys. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, yeah, so... Um... Uh, yeah, he's like plotting things out. He's like super weird how they mm -hmm. can move around. There must be so many people in there. And Suroth coming in with the with the info. Yeah. Um, Suroth and uh, a friend. Because he's like, there's like 90,000 people out there. Like, Rand yeah, is like yeah, yeah, yeah. an army of like 90,000 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Y'all, if there's another moment, like at least like the she spun around before he could come up from, from behind, I might pull out that. There just won't be a full video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a moment that is like that hilarious... It'll be a short. It'll be on TikTok. It's going everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I mean? We, I'm not messing around with that. Yeah. 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 There, just, yeah. there will be moments. Um, yeah. Those videos just don't do super well. So, you know. And, and, they and they're, the they're a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> they're, a, they're, a, they're, they're a ridiculous amount of yeah. work for what they end up doing But, uh, yeah. Hi Lady Suroff shows up and is like, uh, hi, um, I believe that Rand has rediscovered the ancient art of traveling. Uh, and also he also has Ashaman with him. And he also is this. And his name is Randall Thor. And he's from the Troopers. And I was like, oh, Suroff, uh, Suroff has a little bit of information here that the yeah. Sanchin should not have. Uh, yeah. Because she's a dark friend. And guess who else is a dark friend? Uh, Leandrin. Yeah, we messed up in the way we listened to this. What do you mean? So, Alwyn is leading a Dakoval who is a Damani. Yeah. And Leandrin is a separate Damani who is not collared. Wait, no, Leandrin... I went back and read it again. Leandrin is not wearing a collar here. Because at the end, if you go to the end of our reaction, I brought up the fact that I was like, how is Leandrin... Uh, Damani, she cannot touch the one power. Yeah, I thought that Leandrin was collared and in a sheer dress. Leandrin is in a sheer dress. Yeah. They're two separate paragraphs. When we were listening to them, it's... And this is why audiobooks don't work for me, is because these details are sometimes hard for me to put together in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leandrin is just a normal Dakovale, but there is a Damani Dakovale who else. is standing in front of her. Okay. Yeah, yep, and so I missed that. what happens is... How we got confused, I believe, is that the first... So, um, Mirage looks at the first Damani. And Alwyn realizes that he's looking at her. And so she makes that Damani kneel. And then, separately to that, she tells Leandrin to kneel. Okay. Second, because Leandrin doesn't kneel with the first Dakovale. Okay, 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 okay. 
Gotcha. But it's a little bit confusing when you're listening to it. Okay. I, okay. But they're both so Dacovale, we... but one of them's Domain and one of them is Leandrin, but Leandrin does have a collar, but the other Dacovale standing right next to Leandrin does have a collar. Great. I'm glad we got there. My, I'm glad my... I went back and reread the chapter yeah. in the book because, yeah. That makes more sense. Uh, Methany, thank you for that super chat. Uh, uh, falling behind a bit here, but Sidin is weird here is definitely my new, <laughs> my, my dog, dog ate my homework. homework. Nice. I love it. I'm going to mm-hmm. definitely use that. I'm not mad, I swear, but like Sidin's super weird here. Uh, Elizabeth um, Kloof, thank you for joining the Nords. Welcome to the nerd table. Appreciate Let's go. Uh, so yeah, Sarath is like, you're going to fight them. And Mirage is like, I don't want to. And Sarath is like, but you're going to, right? And he's like, yep. yep. I want I to I only paint. have one painted fingernail. So I guess I have to do what you say, even though you're. I not have to paint more fingernails so I can shave my head. I I. The, yeah. It, mm-hmm. I I thought this was a little bit silly. The yeah. Sanchin are a little bit silly. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Their their culture is a their their culture is a lot, and it's a and like the painted fingernail thing got silly to me. Yeah. And like, if you don't do this, I'm going to clip your fingernails. And I was like, sure. Which means a lot to them, but yeah, for us, it's like. <laughs> Uh, but also, like, any culture where, like, they have, like, prescribed haircuts, I'm like... Ugh, so annoying. What if that doesn't look good on my face shape? I know. Rude. I know. Rude. I know. Um, yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna do battle. And um, she's like, yeah, the Ashman, so watch out, be careful. And um, then uh, we, we get the chapter that we reacted to, and there's a bunch of... Fuck you. Yeah, got him. Um, uh, Sorry, ben Kelly says, guy. sponsored by Audible, audiobooks don't work for me. Yeah, They that's work true. for me if I've already read the book. I, I'm not, look, I'm going to be very honest. Audiobooks are not my thing, but I know that they are for other people. And I think that Audible is a great service. If I've read a book a couple of times and there's like, I would love to listen to Rosamund Pike read Eye of the, Eye of the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I've already read the book, I just, uh, my brain can't process an audiobook as the first reading. That's, yeah, that's me too. If I've read the book first, I love listening to the audiobook of it. But yeah, it's like, hard for me on a first read. We were listening to the Silmarillion audiobook because of Audible. And oh because I've read the Silmarillion, I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was a lot. I really enjoyed the experience of listening to the Silmarillion because I've read it before. Mm-hmm. But doing the audiobook reactions are tough for me sometimes because I we get a lot wrong because we are hearing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and if I've read it before, then I do really like audiobooks. Yeah. I think audio... Look, here's the thing. I would not be shilling for Audible every week if I didn't think the service was really good. Yeah, oh but yeah, it's an amazing thing what they do. Audiobooks are great. Audiobooks are expensive. And Audible makes audiobooks actually kind of affordable. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why I think they're a good service. And that's why, you know, it's Amazon. But, like, that's why I'm willing to, like, put them on our show. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I legitimately think... I'm not, this is not me shilling. We do not make enough money for me to like be this kind of Audible. I think that Audible makes audiobooks viable for a lot of people who are not going to spend $75 on an audiobook. Yeah. Audiobooks are so expensive. And so, yeah, I think they're great. And if you love audiobooks, I love that. Yeah. Go to our audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly and get them. If you don't love audiobooks, that's okay too. Books exist. Yeah. We I have prefer both. to read a book first and then maybe listen to the audiobook later. Mm-hmm. That's just my preference, but I still think audio, I still think Audible is a great service. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Clarice did not enjoy the Silmarillion audiobook. She oh did my not. god, it, it's, yeah, that was so many words, well, made and up words. You weren't, um, you weren't as familiar with the Alway and Manway no, and all of that, and so no. those words were really They're tough They're all for you. too similar. Whereas I knew who he was talking about because I've read it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, 
Cat, Cat says audio is way more confusing when there are a lot of characters with similar names. I agree. Yes, like that's why this, it's similar. This is really tough. Or this, yeah, yeah. this is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I read it first, I can differentiate them because I can visualize, but yeah, otherwise. Um, anyways, uh, Rand's up in the mountains. Yes. And, um... Um, so, uh, Bashir's is, like, maybe let's not do this, but Rand is like, no, we're going to do this. And this is when Dashiva is like, dude, mm -hmm. look at Sidon, please, for the love of Christ and all that is holy. And Rand is like, oh, yeah, it is kind of weird. I'm so excited huh. for the actor who plays Dashiva to get this moment. You can't, you can't cut this moment. This, this is rad. Yeah. This was so cool. Yeah. I, like, and you, like, you can see in the other book reaction, we're both like, Dashiva, like, what is this? Whoa, this yeah. is a different side of this character. It was he really nice. Up. Yeah, um, and it's scary because you're like, yeah, no, he's right. There's something funky going on. Um, and I know we complained about this chapter and this this section earlier. We, we spent a good amount of this podcast talking about it. This is when this chapter is really good. When it gets into, and the rockin' thing, right? When, when Robert Jordan in this is really coming from a specific character's point of view about things that aren't that matter to that character this chapter is really good yeah it's when the characters are just kind of generally talking about other things around them that they don't have a lot of an opinion on mm -hmm. that it gets a little bit too much for me yeah for but sure. this moment with Dashiva, chef's great kiss. fantastic loved it. yeah yeah and i loved it even more the second time i read it because i you know when i sat down and read this on my ipad like i was like when i was really getting into the words and what Dashiva's saying like he's he's trying to be respectful he really is, right? Like, he's coming at Rand, this man who he's scared of. Yeah. And who will kill him if he steps out of line. He's coming at him in a really honest way at first. And he's trying to be respectful. But the the the, the vibration on his weaves is so strange to him that he's like, no, I have to break protocol here. Yeah. And, and, and coming from somebody like Doshiva as well, where Rand can kill any of the Ashaman and claim that they went mad. And mm -hmm. nobody can question that. Yeah. No, nobody can. You have to be like, oh yeah, if they weren't mad, like you had to like put it down, put him down, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and so does Shiva really like um making this choice? Yeah. Uh, I think says a lot about him and really made me see him in a different light. So I, I did really appreciate that. That was great. Um, and then we get into the the war to war. Um. Um, but despite that, he, he does look at the ward, it's vibrating weirdly, but he doesn't think too much of it. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, whatever, we're already here, it doesn't matter. And he sets his army in motion. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Mirage. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he doesn't scout with the Rockin, because Suroth says there aren't enough, and it's not worth it. It's not worth risking Because the Ashaman can kind of, like, lightning them out of the sky. Yeah, totally fair. And so he doesn't really have as much information as he wants, mm -hmm. um, but he's got, like, 50 domain, and he's like, well, we're gonna be okay. It's like, we're Gucci. Uh, and so we cut over to Bertom Saikhan, um, who is, uh, you know, kind of coming to the realization that Rand is sending them to die. Uh, and he starts to be like, uh, maybe we should mutiny here. And he starts trying to like engineer a conversation, which was really interesting. Like, yeah, like there's a point where it's like, well, if you're going to, it's either you kill me or I die here. I might as well mutiny. Yeah. I'm not going to die. And it kind of got, oh, I don't want to talk about that. That's this week. Never mind. But the, before um, that... I was going to go with an allegory to something that else that we watched this week, but I don't want to... Yeah, yeah, no. Spoil uh, it. I understand. Um, um, there, the, but the, the feeling of, like, I would rather die of doing my free will yeah. than behaving as a tool for you is a really interesting character motivation for a character whose name uh, I... Uh, we barely... Really... I was like, oh, this Bertone guy is really cool. Cool. And Who then... the fuck is Bertone? They die because they get attacked, and so there's no time to mutiny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, trying to get Wereman on his side. Nope. Attacked. Boom. 
Yeah, and so uh, uh, Mirage has learned that there are these five pillars. They've kind of split up into these five pillars to try and... I, here's here's my thing with this. Why wouldn't you travel and flank them? Um, like, okay, so they split out into five pillars and head straight from those five angles. Why not hit from all five sides? I think because they they don't have enough information to know whether or not there's like other waves coming. If you flank mm, someone and yeah. there's someone else behind them, that segment gets crushed in between two armies. And if you don't have a full visual of the battlefield, I think it might be too big of a risk. I also was kind of thinking, why not travel to the other side of the mountain and just catch them on the plains on the other side? I, yeah. Uh, well, then the rocket are actually more dangerous there outside the mountains. That might actually be too dangerous. Um, it doesn't matter. I don't claim to be a master at, like, battle planning, but uh, they probably should have had Matt there. So, um, Varric, we cut to, uh, he is carrying an urgent message for Chiang Mai. Uh, and he's super disturbed because he watched one dude, uh, one Ashaman, tear through a hundred men. We talked about this earlier. Awesome moment. Brilliant. Really, really, really yeah. cool. Um, and when he gets there, uh, <laughs> Chan Mai is dead. Everyone's um, on fire. And he's like, yo, what the hell happened here? He's about to start like scolding people before he sees that like half of them are dead and they're on fire. Yeah. And uh, the guy's like, well, um, the domain was uh, fighting. Uh, and then the domain started to kill us, and the soul dom like loses her shit. She's yeah, like, yeah. "That my this is my, this is a good dog. My my pet is would never do that. Oh god, so gross." Um, but yeah, this is the first instance where we see that not only is Sidon uh, a little bit fuzzy, but so but is Sidar. So yeah, uh huh. What do you think the reason is? If you had to guess. So, do you think it's the bowl? At first, I thought it was the bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, but I actually think it's Elaine. Oh, the nuke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling she fucked up way harder than we realize. But then why would it affect them on the other side? I don't know. I don't know. But Well, actually, no, that doesn't make sense. Because after the bolt is used and before the nuke goes off, they say that it feels funky in the air. That's true. They say yeah, that yeah. it feels so weird. So maybe it is the bolt. Maybe it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like, maybe it's that so much Sidin was used. Because, you know, like, because, you know, when they link, it they can use so much more. Yeah. Maybe it's just that, like, so much Sidin and Sidar was used to do that for the bowl. Because the, they, they were, like, trying to do the whole world at once. Like, maybe if they had done it, like, regionally and, like, popped around with the bowl and done a bunch of places back to back to back, it wouldn't have been as much Sidin and Sidar. They did too much. But maybe they, like, pulled too, maybe, like, the world is a little bit burnt out. Mm. You know, because, like, they can't burn out because they're linked. And we know that you can't burn out while you're linked. But maybe rather than, like them being burnt out maybe like the world is can you not be burnt out when you link no oh one of the advantages of linking and this is one this is why everyone has a problem with um the show is uh one of the advantages of linking is that you can never pull your full power so like you can pull so much more as a group than you yeah, usually yeah, yeah. can yeah for but sure. you can't burn out because while you're linked you cannot like you can't like personally burn out Okay. And so that's why in when the show has what happens in episode eight happens, people were so upset because they're like, that like is not how the one power works in the Yeah. Books. Yeah. I think that it has to be the bowl because they feel the weirdness before Elaine makes the like bombs, whatever like that happens. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's probably that like the bowl was never meant to be used on that scale and it made 
the one power, like maybe like unstable for now. And here's the thing, is it an area that's unstable? Is it anyone who is in a certain vicinity is it's unstable? That I don't understand. I think it's an area because I think that as they're heading closer, the men start to feel it. Yeah, but, but Rand I, has been sick this whole time. But I think so that the Rand has to be the madness. Rand, no, I think that Rand is. I think that Rand is tied to the power in a way that nobody else is. I think that as the Dragon Reborn, he is like everyone else can channel the One Power, but Rand is the One Power. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like Rand is Rand is connected to it in a way that nobody else could be. So if Sidin and Sidar are sick, Rand is sick. Not in the same way as everybody else until the end of the chapter. He, he loses control as well. But I, th- I think that like, I think that like the one power is Rand and Rand is the one power in a way that that is not true for like an Ashaman or for an Aes Sedai. Interesting. And so I think that he has just been sick since the, uh, since the one power was sick. Okay. And everyone else starts to feel it when they get closer, but he would feel it anywhere because he is just like, it is him in a way. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I like that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, those are the things that are not quite like adding up. There's something funky going mm-hmm. on here, but I, I do think it is the bowl. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um. So Varric is like, we're going to need that domain to be working when we head south. And the Sildam freaks out and gets a little pale and he's like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Yeah. We cut over to Davram Bashir, um, a good boy. A good good boy. boy. Best boy. Um, And he's overlooking some stuff. He's like looking down on a field. Uh, and he's like, well, uh, it's going to be, I don't know if I want to go that way because it's going to suck. Um, but, um, Rohide is like, I can do it this time. And Bashir's like, yeah, but did you, have you, you, are you going to be good? You, you good, bro? And Rohide's like, you good, bro. I'm good. Have I not killed enough people today? And I was like, oh, something happened with Rohide off screen that what, what happened? Yeah. You're not going to tell us? I don't know and if this, we're going to know. But this is where the fog of war argument falls apart, is that, yes, there's a fog of war, but Robert Jordan is specifically not showing us even what our characters see. Yeah. There's too much that is fog of war, but then also on top of that, I'm going to have my characters talk about something that you're that you, that you they know about yeah, yeah, and is affecting the decision-making that they're doing. Yeah. And this is where... You, you, you can't have it both ways. You either need to tell us what's going on in the battle or have the fog of war, but to not tell us and then also have fog of war on top of it, it just gets confusing. Yeah. What happened with Rockhide? I don't know. Don't know. Probably something cool. We may not Probably something bad. find out at all. So. And so if you're going to, if you're going to do the whole like, well, war is confusing, it can't be confusing from the perspectives of the characters we're in the perspective yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this this battle, and, and this is what Dumais Wells didn't do. I really understood what was going on with Perrin and Dumais Wells. Mm-hmm. There was a fog of war. The whole war was chaotic. There was a lot going on that was all over the place. But when I was in Perrin's perspective, I knew what was going on with Perrin. Mm-hmm. This is not doing what Dumais Wells did, where we're cutting into Devon Bashir's point of view and going, wow, that was crazy, huh? And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, I want to know. I want to know. Because the characters know. Can you show me? Right? The characters know what happened to them, but we don't. Yeah. And that's where it gets, that. that's the step too far for my enjoyment of this chapter. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And then we go back to Rand. Mm-hmm. Rand Althor, sorry, Lord Brand. Sorry, well, Rand. Bashir does order, they, they go around instead of, they're, yes. they're not going to go through the field. Yes. That's where he decides. Yeah, Rand's having some trouble with the power. 
Um, he's not doing too hot. Um, yeah. Um, and so you know that something bad is about to happen. The foreshadowing is definitely there. I was kind of hoping we were going to get five point of views. Because there's five pillars. I was hoping we would get five point of views. We don't. No, no. I, I don't know what happens in some of those pillars. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rand is, Rand's been holding onto the one power all day because mm -hmm. he doesn't want to let go of it. This was an interesting, I liked this. Yeah. He's just holding onto it because it's being fully outside and fully inside is easy. It's the transitions where he yeah, gets where really sick. Yeah, where he gets sick and like yeah. fainty. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Osh, uh, he's standing next to Adley mm -hmm. who also off screen, this time we at least know what he did off screen, but off screen, uh, slipped up and killed a bunch of people. Um. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, he's keeping Adley close because he doesn't want that to happen again. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't he just kill Adley? Well, because he needs him right now in the battle. Like, but, but Rand's whole thing is once someone looks like they're going mad, you kill them. But he's also struggling with the power and Deshiva said there's something weird with the power. So it would be weird to... I guess maybe he's assuming... But, but like, okay, but then if Rand is assuming... Okay, but if we go that way, if Rand does not kill Adley for going mad here and killing his own people, because he thinks... Mad. Th then why did he kill his own people? It, because the thing, the because Saidin is like doing its own thing, and Rand can see the weaves, so he knows what Adley's intentions were, and then so realize the effect of it. Right, right. But follow him here. If that, if that, if so, if Rand is not killing Adley for going mad and killing his own people because he thinks that it's because there's something wrong with Saidin, uh -huh. why does he think the right answer is to wield more Saidin? Because he's I cocky. Don't, I don't think that he realizes there's something wrong with that. That Sidin, the problem with Sidin is the reason why Adley did that. Hmm, okay. Do you know what I mean? Because if if he thinks that Adley loses control because there's a problem with Sidin, then I think that the logical next step for him would be to not wield more Sidin. And so I think that he can't make that assumption about Adley. I think that he thinks Adley's losing it. Rand is very cocky in this section. He's like, fuck it, I am God. And yeah, he he uh, he whips out Kalendor, which I called. Well, but first, be so before we get to that, okay. Bashir shows up mm -hmm. and tells Rand that he ordered a full retreat. Yeah. And Rand gets up. Yeah, so that's, yeah. Bashir gets back first. Uh, and Rand is pissed, right? Yeah. He's like, how dare you? I'm the leader. You don't order a retreat. I order a retreat. Mm -hmm. And Bashir is like, what are you going to do? Like, what? Like, what? what is your big plan here? And Rand is like, well, and he's like, I'm going to wait until everybody gets back to me. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to wield some power. But then Bashir is like, no, we're leaving now. And Rand is like, well, fine. Then I'm not going to wait for everyone to get back. Which is like, wow, you're going to kill a lot of people by not waiting. But sure, I guess get petty because Bashir said something. And then he pulls out Calendar. Yeah. And you were right. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised that I was right because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But okay, sure. Um, yeah, Rand is, is losing himself here mm -hmm. for sure. Especially with the loose Theron of it all. Um, loose Theron's just in the background like... <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, kill them kill all. Kill the Ashaman. Like, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, so he wields Calendor. And he's like, I, before I did this thing where the lightning, like, like, seeked out my enemies. Mm -hmm. um, he's got the... Um, the shadow spawn. He's, he's got the thing from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Yondu's arrow. Yondu's arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice pull. I like that. Thank you. Um, and so he decides that's a good idea. And uh, lightning rains from the sky, slaughtering... 
people on all sides of him. Which he doesn't realize, though. All he knows is that uh, a weight hits him. Yeah. And suddenly he's on the ground. And he's like, oh, my yeah. God, they're attacking back. And then he keeps so he going. he keeps going. And, and then, then he looks up. And Bashir is like, stop it. And Bashir is like bleeding from his face. Yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. so then he turns and realizes the lightning's behind him, too. Yeah. It's not just in front of him. It is behind. It's everywhere. And he has just murdered everybody. Yes. Um, um. And then the book is like, I've lost. Oh, no. I've lost. Did Rand lose this fight? Everybody lost. Yeah. Kind of, but not really. I think everybody lost. But, like, Rand definitely, but, like, sent them back, like, scurrying back. But the, the Sunshine are not leaving, right? They're not gone. Um, They're just going back to the city to lick their wounds. So. But he killed the general. He killed a lot of them. He doesn't know that. And Rand specifically brought the people that he brought to die, except for Davram, who lives. So, like, but, but if we go by, like, stated goals... Yeah. Rand's loss here is that people think that he's crazy. Here's the thing. We talked about this section because you were like, well, it's not really like a loss for him. And I think that I, I agree with you. And I think that the point of view that's at the end of this section, because we get a Sanchin point of view. Yeah. Where we learn that they have been decimated. Yes. Right? Um, that they're crying. The Sanchin don't cry. And, like, uh, we, yeah. Yulon is crying over the body of yeah. Kenamaran. They've been absolutely ruined. And I, I wish that Robert Jordan had let us sit a little bit longer with the idea that maybe... Because Rand is like, did I even, like, hurt them at all? I, agree I don't know. I a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. I, wish, I, wish, I, I wish Robert Jordan had let us stew in it a little bit longer before revealing that the Sanchin were hurt in this. This was a time where I didn't need the answer to the question so fast. Yeah. Because, like... <laughs> And, and, like, this is what bugs me is, like, Robert Jordan won't even get to the end of the chapter without having to go, the ever-victorious army suffered a devastating defeat at the hands of the Dragon Reborn. And, like, I'm like, but, like, let it be a, let it just, let us sit in the loss for a yeah. second without having to have a character literally spell out that Rand won. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like, think, yeah. In, in text? Yeah, I think it could have been handled a little bit differently, but, um... Yeah, yeah, a bunch of people are dead. Yeah. So, oof. actually, I'm very, I'm curious. I'm gonna look. Who do we have? Elada is chapter twenty-five. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. So we get a total shift. Cat Swain lost this fight. I agree with Yasmin. Cat Swain lost. Wheel of Time says Rand lost to Dumai's Wells. He very much did not. Yeah. And Rand. Rand. Okay. We've had this discussion from before. Being in a box to being King of Ilian. Within a book. Like, he did not lose Dumai's Wells. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You might think so. But. Yeah. He did not. This is more like a draw. Sure, sure. This is more like a draw. Yeah, I think, like, both sides lose. I just wish that Robert Jordan had let us sit with the idea that maybe, like, the Sanchin were. I wouldn't be saying any of this if Mm -hmm. Rand had walked away with that, it was it was just that there's literally a tag at the end of this chapter. <laughs> exactly. Where, like, right, I've, yeah. been cla- com- I've been complained by the fact that Rand always wins. And then he finally actually is like, oh my god, I, I've actually lost a fight. In book eight, I lost one fight. Yeah. Um, And I lost it a little bit. And then the chapter itself is like... <laughs> the mostly victorious army. The most victorious army. Yeah, yeah. I, I just... It, it was one of those beats where I was like, I just wish that... Like... The next time we see the Sanchin and Ebudar, Suroth was ripping into them for losing. Yeah. And that was like three chapters from now. I just wish it wasn't immediately after. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It, it, I, and it's fine. It's not a, it's not, it's not a complaint. I, I actually thought this moment was great, right? Yeah. I think that Rand killing his own people is very dark and like, 
I'm start. This is where I'm starting to be like, I don't know how the show. I don't know. Does this. But I came up with a, an interesting um, uh, t-shirt idea here, but only if the problem is it would be like a lot of work. Um, okay. Because they refer to Rand as the Lord of the Morning. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be fun to have a t-shirt that said the Lord of the Morning, but spelt with a U and have the names of all the women that he lists on the back. I don't know if we get a full list at any point, though. I don't know if we get a full list either, but I was like, the Lord of the Morning is not it's the dawn. It's dark shirt. It's the morning. I know! I don't know that I want to own a shirt that just is a, the names of a bunch of women who died. I mean, they're fictional. I know, but I don't know. I, I, I was just saying, like, the whole, like, the Lord of the Morning. <laughs> you need a very big shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole Lord of the Morning play on words um, really, like, struck me in this section in particular, because um, I yeah I don't think it means the the morning uh, daytime. Uh, Niet uh, says for Rand it's both a tactical and strategic victory, but it's also a failure from his POV because he doesn't meet his goal. I agree with that. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree mm-hmm. with that. I I am still waiting for Rand to actually lose, but Rand mm-hmm. advancing on the Sanchin for six straight days and making them retreat over and over and over again before he drops a nuke on them. Yeah. Even if it does take out some of his own people, I think, um, and, like, there's an emotional loss there, I am still waiting for Rand to lose a fight. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can say, like, well, but, like, metaphorically Rand lost, or from an emotional point of view, Rand lost. Yeah. But Rand still has not actually, like, lost the objectives of a fight in eight books. Yeah. And so in from from a war perspective, and Kenner Mirage is dead, right? The, the, the this general who is a legitimately like good general for the Sanchin who had great tactics and actually put up a like winning strategy against Rand is dead now. Yeah. So like I don't know who the next general is. I don't know who is like who is going to beat Rand once. Yeah. And so I don't know think- that it's ever going to be anyone at this point. Like I don't yeah. I don't know that Rand ever actually loses anything. And, like, yes, he has emotional losses. And, yes, he has, like... I'm not saying that he has perfect victories every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, he has yet to go into a fight with a plan that didn't ultimately succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And all of his losses are, like, these... You have to make an argument for them to be losses. Losses. Yeah. And I just want him to have a loss where he goes into a fight, he is wrong, he retreats, and he has to learn a lesson from that and come back and fight again another day. And we've never had that. Yeah. Rand's Rand the lesson Rand learns is well, on to the next one. Yeah. I'm I'm sad or I'm going to be more broody and sad as I go into the next fight. It's never what did I what did I fail at that I can do differently next time. Ah uh, no, I think that Rand learns from a lot of his mistakes, but I also think that Rand is not in a good place right now. Marisa you know says, I mean? "Is Rand supposed to be a general?" That is what he's doing. I mean, he over is and over and over again. So like, yeah, the leader. He's there, but and, and but he's also like coming up the plans and executing plans. Like he's 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 literally the general of this army. Yeah, I mean Bashir is like under him, but like it's Rand's plan and everyone does what Rand says. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was a weird one. Um, so you think you think that the this section of the book is? I, I don't think we're gonna get the Sanchen in any more of this. I, I think do. this. Oh really? I think yeah. this next section might actually be. Um. Egwene and uh, going to Tarvalon and then... I think she gets to Tarvalon. I think that the big... Um, I think that the big... What is it? Finale of this book is whatever 
Elaine alluded to about the first explosion. Oh, okay. They, that was left at like a huge cliffhanger. So I feel like that's. Oh, yeah, be yeah. The, the first explosion on the way to Camelin. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So whatever that is, is, I don't know. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll find out. Um, Ashandarai says, think of this in terms of the Force in Star Wars. Would Rand winning or losing these battles be a win or a loss in the dark side or light side of the Force? Right, but... Okay, it would, go then the, everything would be a loss. But no, go to the original trilogy in Star Wars, uh-huh. right? The entire second movie uh-huh. in the original trilogy, considered to be the greatest sequel to a film of all time, yeah. is the Rebels losing every single fight. Yeah. Right? Luke and the entire team lose on Hoth and they're forced to retreat and they learn from that and they become better. Yeah. They, uh, Luke goes to Dagobah mm-hmm. and Yoda tells him to go in the cave and he says, don't bring your weapon. And he brings his weapon into the cave and he loses in there, right? He then is told, don't go fight Darth Vader on fucking Bespin. And he goes anyway, because Eve. yeah, yeah, in, on uh, Dagobah. Um, and then he goes to Bespin and he fights Darth Vader and he loses. He loses his hand. Mm-hmm. He finds out that Darth Vader is his father. Spoiler alert. Uh, and he is literally, he spends the end of that movie hanging from a thing, hoping that his sister comes and gets him. Sorry, spoiler for Star Wars. Um, <laughs> when we see Luke next at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, he is a different man because he faced loss and he faced tragedy mm-hmm. and he grew from that. Randall Thor could could use an Empire Strikes Back. I would love for the next book to be well, an Empire Strikes Back because that's not what that's not where he's at in this one. Well, but I think this moment like could end up being that because he thinks he's lost. He thinks he fucked up. But hard. thinking that you've lost and losing aren't the same thing. I yeah, I think that Rand doesn't. You could there's argue no that they lesson are. for Rand here because even in his loss, the reason why he loses is because he loses control of the power because something's going on with it. Yeah, it he's isn't cocky. his tactic. It, it it is not Rand's tactics. It is not Rand's like choices. It is that something happens that he doesn't understand and isn't in control of. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. I don't. What, agree what with lesson you learn from that? If you think that you lose, well, I think that thinking that you lose is more important than whether or not you actually lose because of the like emotional repercussions. But emotional, you don't learn from emotional repercussions. You learn yes, from you lessons. Do. Yes, you do. Okay, what is the lesson that Rand can take away from this battle? That he got cocky. He pushed his advantage too far when he knew that there was something off. But that's not why he lost. And people died. Yes. No, it's not. He yes. doesn't. It's because Sidon did something that they think is impossible. Yes. He died because he kept pushing. But that's Bashir not Rand's like fault. We're retreating. Doesn't that's matter. not Rand's fault. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be his fault. He made the call to go after Abu Dhar. He made the call to keep going when Bashir mm-hmm. said not to. Yeah. And whoever else was like, mm, yeah, maybe not. And he's like, no, I'm the fucking dragon reborn, bitch. Like, come at me. Like, he's like, I, you know, he got mm-hmm. cocky and people died because of that. But Okay, sure, sure, sure. In this one fight. Yeah. But we are eight books in and we have yet to have a moment where Rand's choices, where Rand's, where Rand's strategy and choices yeah. are the reason that he loses. He loses an emotional victory here mm-hmm. because Sidon is being funky. That okay. is not, but th- that, that, that's, that's not about him. That's about some magic weirdness bullshit. That, that, that's hand wavy. But like, it's still his choices. Kind of. It is. He pulled out Kalimdor. No, because his, but his. He was like, something feels off here, but I'm still going to do it anyway. agency is taken away from him in that moment. I don't think so. He's the one who made what the choice. What do you mean? Sidon takes his agency away. He does not actively choose to do that. He knows that there's something wrong 
and yet he decides to like sure. pull out a nuclear bomb anyway. Sure. That, 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 but that, that's still not his choices. I'm saying that like, and this should have happened a long time ago. We should be way past this point for him as a character. But Rand, Rand needs, and it may, it's probably too late in the story now for it to actually happen because every fight is on such a grand scale. Yeah, yeah, everything's like, larger than life. Rand as a character has never functionally, strategically lost anything. He's never made a bad decision. That, that he didn't. He's never had a tactical loss in eight books. Well, I and mean, like you can argue for all of the emotional losses that you want, they exist. Because Rand is a broody, sad boy who doesn't know how to deal with his emotions. But he has never had a tactical loss in eight books. Technically, he, wins he lost every against time. Raven. How? Because Raven had traps set up for him that Rand didn't even know about. And Rand had to bail fire him to, like, yeah, and save he won. his friends. Raven's dead. Yeah. And Rand won. And none of his friends died because of it. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... That's not a tactical they... loss. That's a tactical victory. No, Again. No, he won because he's just the most powerful, not because he was the best, but, like, but, tactical... But, but that's my point. If, if, if In terms of storytelling, Rand keeps winning for that reason. Every time. Mm-hmm. There is some magical bullshit that happens at the end of it that lets Rand win. And I would just... I would love... I would love for this series to have a moment where any of our main characters lose. Yeah, that's why I wish that we didn't have the Sanchin tag at the end of this chapter. Because I think it would have been more effective to get that later. Not a Dark Friend says, Nerdy, remember that you were at about halfway point of a series similar to book five. Dude, we are two million words. (laughs) The halfway point of this series is over two million words in. Like, yeah. Um, Arazu, thank you for that super chat. He lost mm-hmm. because his decision to keep going despite advice against it, uh, because of his hubris. I'm with Clarice. I Yeah, I, I think that, that's, that, like... And I'm not arguing with that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying he didn't have an emotional loss here. I am just saying that after eight books of the the main characters, we are, we're reading a war series where none of our main characters ever feel like they're in danger. And I'm... That I am fair. getting... Yes. I, I don't find the war scenes very interesting because no one that I know is ever in danger. I never worried about anybody. Okay. And so I'm just at a point where like, I don't really care that Kenna Mirage died because I met him this chapter. Yeah. yeah. Nobody that I know the name of, I had to make up the name of the Ashaman that died in, um, Dumai's Wells. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Two Ashaman died in this chapter. Yeah. What were their names? I don't know. And so I'm just getting to a point where, like, we are eight books into a series about this giant war. Mm-hmm. And, like, Moraine maybe is dead, but also maybe isn't. Yeah. Like, um, Rantel Moore, thank you as well for that super chat. Um, um, I'm with Claris. Emotional losses count as much. Rand chooses Wrath, and we see how that affects him. Sure. I just think, like, yeah. eight books in. I, I agree with you there. I think that, uh, yeah, Rand not having, like... Like, yeah, none of our, like, main characters dying in, like, a war scenario does seem, like, a little bit convenient. In the three books of The Lord of the Rings, uh-huh. Gandalf dies. Yeah. He comes back. But Gandalf dies, and it's an emotional moment that changes the party because the death yeah. matters to them. Boromir. Boromir then thing. dies. Yeah. Man. It's an emotional moment that splits the party up. Yeah. Literally, it functionally changes them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get... There, there are important leaders of the elves who die at Theoden Helm's Deep. Dies Theoden again. dies. Yeah. Like, like you have characters who matter to our main characters who keep dying. Mm-hmm. The Wheel of Time keeps being like, I'm so sad that woman whose name I'm going to learn now because she died is dead. Yeah. 
And I just think that, like, I'm I'm a little bit worried that by the end of this book, I'm going to be... Because I'm like, Ken Swain makes it to the epilogue. Because I think that anyone who I think is at, uh, even a tertiary character... Yeah. Never really in danger. Yeah, I, 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 I will agree with that. I think we've talked about that Fucking Maramon won't die. For, for in previous sections where it does feel like we have a little bit of hero shields. Um, yeah, Maureen wasn't even part of a battle. Maureen was like a prophecy thing. Like, I think that, like... In Leah war. fucking survived in fucking Shadar Lagoth for two weeks with no food. I don't know how she did that still. That was She didn't leave. I'm still bothered about the fact that Leah was alive. Because what was she eating? There's not even like rats in Shadar Lagoth. I have no idea. You you don't survive two weeks with no water or food. Maybe she had rations on her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that's I don't know. I just think I think there, the... there, there there would be a way to make me there there would be a way to have some character losses that make me feel like battles have consequences Mm -hmm. that aren't just, oh no, Rand is going to continue to be sad. But like, Rand can't, and here's my problem with the emotional loss here. Rand can't be more sad than he's been. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, because we have the conversation with Cad Swain and Sulin where they're like, Rand needs to be able to smile and laugh. But we've already been, like, like, Rand can't be more depressed. Brand, we've yeah. already we've already hit rock bottom, and so if we're just gonna keep hitting rock bottom and just there isn't another level of his depression unless Rand like tries to kill himself, which I don't think this series is gonna do. No, I don't think he. Yeah, we we've kind of already been sitting at the bottom of that. So like, what 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 is the emotional lot? What is the what does this do for Rand? What is the emotional loss here? What what is he gonna brood more? Oh, fuck, like we're there, we've been living at brooding. We're, we're already at the point where Rand is like, I can't enter the country of Andor after Elaine's there because I can't be around her. I can't, I can't love Avienda because I'm sad boy. Like, we're, we're just, we're there already. Mm. And so, like, the emotional loss here doesn't mean anything to me because I don't think it can change Rand because he can't be sadder. And that's frustrating to me. Yeah. I found, I, I'm not going to lie, guys. This, I, I found, I found chapter 22 through 24 frustrating. And I, I just, I don't. I don't know. It just does. It, it it didn't work for me. I didn't like it very much, and I I just don't get the point of it. In turn, it doesn't do anything for Rand's storyline. I guess like Davron Bashir doesn't trust him anymore. That's kind of it. Something's wrong with Sidon. That's kind of it. The Sanchin did lose. Kenna Mirage is gone. We know now that High Lady Seraph knows about the Ashman, but that kind of feels like okay. Yeah, Rand's still gonna be a sad boy who's brooding all the time. Yeah. I didn't learn anything about him. I don't know anything about Rand now that I didn't know before this fight. I don't know anything about Bashir. I don't, like... And the fog of war was so much that I didn't even get to enjoy the battle of it. I didn't even get to enjoy the strategy of it. There's a couple of cool moments, but, like, this was the first time... This was the first battle in all of Robert Jordan's battles where I walked away from it going... Okay. Cool. Yeah. And and that kind of sucks. Because, like, uh, honestly, like, ever since book one, when they ride down that hill... And I was like, the, the battles are the best parts of these books. Ever since then, the Emmons Field battle, Dumai's Wells, every single one, I've been like, this is fucking incredible. And then this one, I just kind of, honestly, and I, I want to be honest with you guys, I don't want to just like love everything, right? Yeah. But I, I just, I, this was the first time I walked away from it being like, I, I did not get much out of that. And it just felt like a repetition of things that we've done with Rand before. And like, yeah, he's going to be more sad. Okay. Okay. 
yeah, moving on. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. <laughs> um, Ariza, uh, Kasha, Fapor, uh, Nerdy, Rand, Can't Be Sad, or Us, um, read and find out. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Great. We, we will, we will Great. read and find out. So Rand is just going to be more broody. I, that's, that, that hasn't been happening for three books. Well, I'm hopeful that like Kat Sween and that's, um, Su, Sulin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that, not Sulin. Sulin's with parents. Sorry. Uh, Soralia. I'm hoping that the two of them are able to to succeed and bringing the humanity back out of Rand. Uh, Mike Lukowski says, I also wanted Rand to lose, but Kentucky is too solidly red. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, someone says, uh, uh, Rand Fillmore says, I wonder how, uh, if y'all would process certain things differently if you're reading at your own pace. Yeah, maybe stopping here is the mistake. Like, maybe the next chapter answers a lot of these questions, and so that might be part of it. Like, you're meant to just dive into the next chapter right away. Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't go into any fights anymore worried about anybody. And so I'm just kind of like, I, I'm waiting for a battle to just go in a surprising direction. And like, they're, they're just not. They're like, we're, it's a war thing where our main characters are mm-hmm. interminably fine. Yeah. Um, Rand fucking got a mortal wound, woke up from it, and went and killed the Forsaken the same day. Yeah. Like, our, our main characters are interminably fine yeah to the point where even their losses like rand like oh my god i i'm so weak i can barely walk i'm gonna go kill one of the leaders of the armies of the devil on the same day that i woke up from a wound that should have killed a normal man yeah okay uh back card thank you for that super chat uh, we shall see if Nerdy thinks he was wrong here. We shall see. Um, Turbok, um, thank you for that super chat. Thank, uh, the longtime fans love the books in spite of the faults, but still acknowledge the faults of the series. I still love the books. I'm, I Look, I thought the Egwene stuff, this section, and I want to get back to good stuff because I feel like I've complained enough. The Egwene section of this reading, fucking incredible. I went from being like, fuck Egwene at the beginning of it to when she makes the turn and she finally like is the Emerlin seat. Yeah. We'll get to my high, but like, I'm spoiler alert. It's fucking Egwene's moment in front of the council was awesome. Yeah. Great stuff. Because the political side, I'm not sitting there going, why is everyone surviving? I'm sitting there going, this is great. Yeah. Do you want to get into high low? Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like, are, are did I go too far? It's fine. I just, I'm, um, I... Yeah, I, I have nothing to contribute. It's just how I feel. I don't agree with you, so I'm like, okay. Well, then, then you have plenty to disagree with me. I already said it all. Okay. I, well, I said what I agreed with and what I didn't agree with. And right. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't I don't have all the information, right? You know, we, we still have some book left, so we'll see how it goes. Sure. Yeah. <gasps> yes? Is there a chance that Rand's sickness has to do with the two wounds on him fighting each other. Oh, maybe. Because, like, they're both tainted with the dark side and Shadar the Goth's dark yeah, side. Yeah, they're, like, two evils. Could it be that those two evils fighting each other are making him sick? And that Nynaeve has to heal him? Maybe. Because if anyone's going to heal him, it's it, It'll be Nynaeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I still think that, you know, I do think the taint's, taint is going to be... Um, Yo, Daryl, thank you for that super chat. Uh, sadness is one thing, but I think this is the first inkling of actual dangerous madness we have seen. Yeah, yeah, I think that Rand loses it a little bit. He's like, yeah, Sidar, or sorry, Sidon. I don't know about is, that. Is, he did like try and he he did like actively consider breaking the seal on the Dark One's prison a book and a half ago. That that well, that okay, was that yeah, that yeah. was the first time where I was like, mm, you know what? Yeah. That, oh that, fuck. That moment. It was a little bit uh, worrisome. I think that book, that's fair. In book 
I book I can't remember if it's book two or three. He kills a bunch of dogs because he thinks that they're the devil. No, he kills a bunch of dark hounds. Those were not dogs. Those were dark hounds. Oh, I thought they I thought he thought that they were dark hounds, but then when they come across them later, they were just normal dogs. He literally kills people like set six books ago, he killed people and lined up their bodies with their heads cut off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just for being on the side of the road. Like Rand has been dangerously mad for a while now. Was that book two or was that book that was three? That was all that was like five books ago though. Yeah, yeah. I don't it, I don't think like he's suddenly mad. He's you, been mad the whole time. You know what? There's the fair, there have been signs, but like this this point, like th- this point in time was definitely like a big thing. Um, but even then it's because of Sidon. It's not because he's mad. Because the same thing happens to literally everybody else, including the women. Yeah, it's not yeah. about Rand. No, it's about I just mean, it's about the bigger thing. But the choices that he made are because he's not in the right mind. Sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Would you like to explain high low to our friends? Here? Yeah, high low yeah. is uh uh. Sorry, this went away at the end. I the, guys, I just gotta be honest. We're we're gonna get through the whole series, but I'm gonna be honest about how I feel about it the whole way through. Yeah. Um. And it, you know, stopping at certain points also does give us a different perspective. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also listening to this, maybe if I'd read it first, it would have been differently. Like who knows? Maybe. Um. The uh the way that my family uh would uh, sit down uh when I was younger is we'd sit down for dinner, uh and we would do high and low. We would do highs to celebrate each other's highs, to be there for each other in victory. But we'd also say our lows so that we could commiserate over the things that were wrong. And, you know, occasionally offer uh, solutions to our problems. Uh, and it brought us together as a family. Yeah. You know, I got a two stepsisters and a stepdad. And sometimes, you know, that can be a little tough. So high-low <laughs> was one of those things that gelled us together. Mm-hmm. We start with Clarissa's high and then my low and then Clarissa's low and then my high so that we complement sandwich. Ms. Beach. Perfect. If Let's you go. if you have a high low, uh, please feel free to leave it in chat or as well in the Discord. Sometimes that's fun for people to drop those in the Discord and we have a discussion about what we liked or disliked about the section. Um, my high, my high of the section was um was Alice actually. Interesting. Not expected. I know there there were so many big like grand things in this section, and and, and I do want to you know give like um. Uh, what's that a reward of acknowledgement? The special recognition yeah. award. Yeah, to, like, that award. Well, when you're like, you didn't win, but, you know, we just want to say, like, you also did good. Um, you know. You would that, call that a special recognition? What, what? There's there's a word for it. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different words for it. I've just honorable never... mentions. That's the term that I'm looking for. I want to throw an honorable mention to Bashir, obviously, who is the goat. Um... But Alice, uh, <laughs> Alice, however you want to say it, um, mm. is uh, is wonderful and incredible, and um, I cannot wait for like uh, like her and Nynaeve to be alone. Like I think that there's, like, I think that they can learn so much from one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm highly anticipating that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your low? Um, it's tough, honestly. Um. Because I originally my low was going to be how Egwene was letting everyone walk all over her, but then once the plan is revealed, I was like, oh, this is really actually that was great. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, so um, my low is probably, I mean, just the battle. I, it, it just doesn't work for me. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've said enough. I'm not going to keep going. Um, I think I've probably gone on too long. This is a three hour and fifty minute podcast right now, so I'm sorry. Uh, I hope that y'all stuck with it. I'm sorry this was longer, and I'm sorry I complained mm-hmm. so much. But I had to get that off my chest because this was the that's first. Fair. It was just the first time where I like didn't love a battle sequence in this book. So. Yeah, that's um, fair. Uh, and it's we're we're past the halfway point now, and I'm I'm I want the stakes to get raised, mm-hmm. and I just didn't feel like it raised the stakes. I felt like it was more of the same. Um, fair enough. 
And uh, yeah, what's your low? My low is Weirmon. I hate that motherfucker so much. Um, He's going to make it all the way to Tarmagaden. I know. I know he is. And I fucking, oh my God. Awful. I hate him. Yeah, that's my low. What's your high? Um, Egwene. Uh, the, the, uh, Egwene and Swan's manipulation of the act of war, I just thought was fucking rad. I thought it was so good. Um, I, cause you know, I've, 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 Egwene's been a real up and down for me. Um, but yeah. you know, it's been four books since Fires of Heaven where I did not like her at all. And I put her in the F category of my, um, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this was oh. just really fun. I, I really loved the way that, um. I really love the the way Egwene was handled here. Yeah, I love the way she, her and Swan and you know Takima's interaction. Uh, I just I thought it was so fucking cool, and I I'm I'm beginning to really enjoy the politics of Saladar. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like um it would be better if I knew what Romanda and Lelaine's point of views were. Uh, I'm still kind of waiting to know like what she's pushing ag- against. Sorry, you know what I mean? Fly. Yeah. Um, they're both kind of generically against one another uh in ways i don't understand yeah, yeah, yeah uh so i just i wish i knew what their points of views were a little bit stronger but Egwene's point of view is very clear to me uh and i'm really enjoying that yeah we should do once we're finished with this book we should make another um rankings list that we put out over december sometime um the like tier list for characters <laughs> see Simon says the reason rand is not losing is because you're not realizing when he's losing again i i agree that he's suffering emotional losses i want to be very clear about this he is suffering emotional losses. He has not had a tactical loss in all eight books. That is that is just what I'm saying. I don't think I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But that 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 bothers me. Yeah, he has all the smartest people, I guess, in charge of his army except Weirman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and Matt also has like a lot of like magic information from his memories. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That, that, I just I just wish that like like Sulin had died valiantly in battle <laughs> but seriously <laughs> no i know yeah. i know but like just like something to give stakes yeah. i wish that maureen had died in a battle and not just in like a rant a weird moment where rand doesn't even have time to She's process like, it ah, yes it's my he has time to go fight raven five seconds later like i just yeah. the, the the best moment in this whole series for battles is when robin kills his friends but then magic undoes that yeah yeah you know it's like yep that's the high low. Uh, yeah. If you're uh, if you're not part of the Discord, um, what are you doing? Come come and hang out. Come talk about Wheel of Time with us, and you know. Yeah, come join the Discord. Uh, this is our last chance of the day to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Mm-hmm. Audible is a service that lets you listen to the corpses of trees as they're read aloud by very famous people or people who are not very famous and should get paid more. Um, because voice actors do not get paid enough. Uh, Audible is an incredible service, though. We appreciate them. And if you want a free month of Audible and a free audio book, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. Let's go. And uh, Clarus. Follow this woman around the internet at Clarus Plaris. That's me. Hi. Follow this woman around the internet at nerdynightly. Uh, and like this video. Subscribe. Do all that shit. Dislike the button. Leave mean comments. Mm-hmm. There's going to be so many mean comments on this video. Of like, nerdy doesn't understand anything. He's a fucking idiot. His wife is so smart and she's so beautiful and everyone should just agree with her all the time because she's the fucking greatest and nerdy sucks and nerdy should know that nobody okay? likes his opinions and n- the only reason that nerdy has an audience is because of his wife and like, he's just kind of a piece of shit but we Someone's like Clarus. Someone's going to type out that comment exactly. We all love Clarus and we all hate nerdy and we're just going to type that on every Stop video. Stop it. Stop it. Three fucking years. Stop it. Uh, Blue, thank you for five gifted memberships. Let's freaking go. Oh, my God. Blue's a I mad feel, lad today. I feel like I, I'm... Blue, thank you for the five. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I found out Kevin Conroy died, and I feel like I haven't been okay today. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I feel like this went off the rails because of me. No, you're fine. Um, I, I'm not fine. It's. I mean, you like you are not. That's not what I mean. Uh, Parable. Uh, Parable. Thank, thank you for that super for chat. that super chat. I, I I appreciate that. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I feel like I've had a uh, this has been a rough show for me, and I've been like trying to hold it together, and then I didn't, and then I kind of got depressed. Um. All right, we're gonna let you guys go uh, with a little bit of smut here. I think that um, <laughs> I think because it's. Uh, this is who we are. You know why you're here. So we're going to send you off. I'm depressed, so we're going to send you off with a little bit of we're smut. We're going to send you off with a little bit of smut. You know, um, Elaine and Avienda rooming together. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're, they're, they're learning some tricks. Yeah. Which is why Brushing I... Brushing each other's hair. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you do with a hairbrush? Yeah. When you're a teenage girl? Nobody used... No, no. Does he do... You shove it in, y'all. All right, uh, <laughs> the cat's myth was a word. Cats was great. We're gonna have to write that musical. Um, but uh, yeah, that's why I wrote down that because Robert Jordan doesn't. Tavirin can and Tavirin do. Tavirin can and Tavirin do. Tavirin can, Tavirin do. Tavirin songs for jelly right. cats. No, 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 no. But there's more smut. We haven't gotten to all the smut yet. Oh, okay. What? Um, what else? Um, Elil and Island or whatever their fucking names are. Those two are supposed to hate each other, but they can't get away from each other. I think they're having hot, steamy, lesbian, like, like hate sex uh, in between battles to, like, like get rid of some die. attention. Bran, Bran brought us here to die. So these five days, we're just going to make them count. Um, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the relationship between Egwene and Sawan, like, I feel like Egwene and Sawan are just, like, spending so much time together. Like, so much time together. And she's like, I'm going to tell Gareth Bryan. No, Swan is way And Swan is like, no, 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 no. But Swan oh. is like, you can't. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, you have too much sexual tension. And Swan's like, well, help me release it. And then Egwene and Swan are doing the, like, you know, a little bit of the, the kind of linguist. They're, 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 getting, they're getting Swan's tension out so that she doesn't act as weird around Gareth Bryan. And right, it's hot. right, right. Of course. Well, and Moraine's dead. So, like, Swan's lover's gone. And I just feel like. So sad. So sad. Sad. Swan is a bisexual icon. That's, yeah, valid. Yeah. Swan is a bisexual icon. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.